welcome to another episode of the PWP. I am your host, Ali, the best there is, the best there was, and the best there ever will be at hosting Bunker. I am, of course, your host for this week's episode. Uh, I am joined to my right by firstly Aiden Bunker. How you doing, Aiden? I'm alright, yeah, I need to work on a catchphrase now. <laughs> uh, and secondly by Matt Bumby. I am good and I absolutely loved your opening line there. <laughs> I'm sure you did. I'm sure you didn't have any part to play in the creation of it either. I did not. <laughs> I did. I did. Uh, there's only really one thing to say. It's Christmas! <laughs> well, nearly. In not weeks. for another two weeks. Well, it's nearly Christmas. I am excited. I love Christmas. <laughs> This is a very festive episode. We've got a little Christmas tree up in the corner. Oh, I should have put the lights on. I really uh, wish I knew you were going to do that. I'm going to have to try and tone that down in the edit. <laughs> yes, please do. Um, right, so let's crack on with this week's episode. It also means it's my birthday as well. Oh, do forget that. Yeah, Two days after Christmas. Bosh. Yeah. What's it like having a birthday just after Christmas? Fucking amazing. Really? Really? It really is. I feel is. like it's a bit shit. No, it's really good. Do you get yeah. joint presents? No. Really? My mum and dad are amazing. <laughs> well, there you go. An insight into Matt 27th, right? 27th of December. Oh, I thought you said I'm on no, 27th. You're not 27. We know we're not 27. <laughs> yeah, 27th of December. Well, feel free to tweet Matt happy birthday in two weeks' time. Give Matt a happy birthday, yeah. If, you can, if you're over all the Christmas festivities and you're, you're not hungover on the 27th, even if you are, just give Matt a happy birthday. Thanks, guys. Where can they find you, Matt? Oh, don't do it in the beginning. <laughs> the Bear MB on... Oh, no, uh, that's not even it, is it? Uh, at the Bear M Bumby. There you go, that's There the we one. go, that's where they can find you on But Twitter. I never use my Twitter feed, so... <laughs> right, let's get into some, some news then from this week in... Well, not just WWE, in pro wrestling. Ooh. Aiden, first up, um, we've got some news on a former WWE star who can no longer cut it in the ring. Yeah, quite a bit of a sad story, actually. Um, Rob Van Dam is basically having to retire due to a concussion which left him blind in one eye. Um, so Van Dam told The Blast, which is just a publication over in America, that a concussion he suffered in 2016 left him visually impaired, thus disqualified him for ever returning to compete in WWE. The head trauma came during a match for Pacific Coast Wrestling against Lucha Underground's Pentagon Jr. and Van Dam hasn't been right since. He further added that his merchandise contract with WWE in, expired in July of 2017 and is not going to be renewed. So, it's a bit it's a bit of a shit one, though, isn't it? Everyone loves RVD. I think he's still going to wrestle because he's definitely scheduled to be over here in January. Well, it could be that that may, maybe he's gone, gone through a cancel, cancellation. Um, it has not because as of today, they're still advertising him on the board I'd look it's an interesting one um, obviously we want to see um, especially former WWE but all wrestlers really um, not put their lives in danger when they get into the ring as, more than they already do um, yeah well it says here RVD appears to be well informed of this cold truth and the ramifications it carries being locked out of WWE keeps six time Intercontinental Champion from collecting some of the more lucrative checks the industry offers hopefully he can get an extension on his merchandise deal in the near future so it sounds like he knows what this kind of comes with and I would be surprised to see him actually wrestle again with this kind of severity well, of I mean, injury I think, I think... being blind in one eye I think what it really means is WWE are never going to let him wrestle again, but yeah, I'm pretty sure him. there are smaller independent 
um, companies who will who just well, want to start they would in a heartbeat but whether he actually would I think he would as well he's that kind of person that would risk his life to wrestle he's he seems legit and he seems like he wants to wrestle every night yeah well he is the whole effing show so. <laughs> and I've met him he's a quite a nice guy yeah, you have yeah you've met everyone haven't you not everyone I've met a few people Remember that time you met Paige? You don't always tell us about. Do you remember that time I met Paige? <laughs> she was lovely. You met Paige and you met Kurt Angle. You met Kurt Angle. And you met Br- was it Bray Wyatt you met? No, that wasn't you. No, that wasn't me. Kevin Nash. Kevin Nash. Yeah. We could know. We could go. We, we could be here all day. Uh, moving on to some news then. Uh, John Morrison. <laughs> the WWE has announced a strange new one-off event, Matt. So well, it's not a one-off event. It's a twelve-episodic series. Um, okay. Facebook and WWE announced today that it is having a new a new in the ring series called a Mix Match Challenge that will stream live in the US exclusively on Facebook Watch on Tuesday nights beginning January sixteenth at ten PM. It will pit Raw superstars and SmackDown superstars in a mixed tag match. So we could see the likes of Braun Strowman with Alexa Bliss or Rusev with Lana. Yeah, I mean, interesting pairings. Um, certainly very interesting format. Never never been done before. No, so there's... Well, and the winner of the tournament will get $100,000 to support a charity of their choice. So it sounds like it's all for a really good cause. Um, so commend, commending WWE women, for that. Right, from both brands? Six men and women? Yes. Yeah, so... Yeah, a few potential matchups. Like, although it would be interesting to see Rusev and Lana maybe as a team, it would also be quite interesting to see Rusev paired with someone else and face off against Lana, <laughs> Lana and her partner. <laughs> that would be pretty interesting. Um, yeah, remains to be seen. I'm sure the more details will emerge. And there's well, this has only weeks. been announced today, so yeah, we're we're bound to see more in the coming days. Well, they, so they did reveal the superstars, didn't they? And Miz was one of them, so he could potentially be back a bit earlier than people are expecting. I think if you want the full list, go on to www.com yeah. and they'll have it on there. Well, just search YouTube. Uh, there's announcements from Kurt Angle and Daniel Bryan on there, uh, listing the uh, the people involved. Um, so, bringing up some news maybe from outside of WWE. Um, Chris Jericho, having a very interesting time at the moment. Um, he made an impact on a New Japan Pro Wrestling show in Fukuoka. I think that's how you say it. Fukuoka. It's got a very inconspicuous spelling. It's very close to a swear word. Uh, at the World Tag League Finals, uh, Jericho formally introduced himself to Omega after he helped the Young Bucks take down Rocky Romero, Show and Yo in a six-man tag team match. Uh, he first made an appearance on the on the big screen in a pre-recorded video uh, in which he congratulated Omega on his victory and asked him if he's ready for next month at Wrestle Kingdom, which I believe is January 4th? Yeah, January 4th. Do you reckon he mm-hmm. did a um, two things of that, just in case he lost? <laughs> so he was like, oh, commiserations! <laughs> yes. Are you ready for next? Yes, I mean, I'm sure that was the case. Um, Jericho then took everyone by surprise when the lights went down and came back up to reveal that he was standing behind Omega in a ring and he took advantage by brutally attacking Omega before the Young Bucks finally were able to chase him off with a baseball bat um, yeah so it was pretty pretty vicious blood drawn from Jericho uh, with very uh, well it's a very edgy not, yeah it's very edgy very non-PG side of Chris Jericho that we're seeing um, obviously 
perhaps free of the uh, greater constraints that the WWE probably put on him. Um, so yeah, what do we all make of the Jericho Omega feud sort of taking it to a new level? Amazing. So I wanted to um, throw the This Is Awesome chance in Room 101 yes, uh, last <laughs> week, but I think this was pretty this fucking is awesome. awesome. Um, it was very, it was interesting having Jericho smear that was smear Omega's blood over yeah, his own over face. His face. Really yeah. brutal. Um, there's a lot of focus on him using the uh, United States Championship, which makes me wonder if part of the story is that they're going to go have the match for the title, maybe. Potentially, I mean, it's, it, they, he certainly made good use of the the belt as a as a prop almost uh, during the attack. Um, would it surprise you to see Jericho beat Omega for the title and then and have a rematch based basically just for the money, the ticket sales? Yes. It would surprise you. Yeah, it would surprise me because it's a new championship. They've only bought, they've only introduced it a couple months ago, and Omega's like the biggest North American star they've got there. So I think they're going to want to keep that title on him um, before perhaps just giving him the full the the main heavyweight title. So I'd be surprised if they lose it. If they let him lose it to somebody who's not going to be there. I've read a couple of things saying that this could be the way that they get the Young Bucks and Kenny Omega into the WWE. Yeah, there's been a lot of talk about this. Uh, I still maintain the position. I don't see Omega and the Young Bucks in WWE for a, at least for a long time, if no. ever. <laughs> um, I think the Young Bucks' contract with... Ring of Honor. It's Ring of Honor, yeah. Is up at the end of 2018. But can be bought out. Um, but I've, out of all the people to go to WWE, I would put these three um, right towards the bottom of the list because I feel they're so kind of adamant on making it outside of WWE, not needing them. That I'd be surprised to see them there this in the next year anyway. Well, we have said that about a lot of people. Like, a lot of people never thought Kevin Owens would ever go to the WWE or ever be signed by the WWE. AJ Styles. AJ Styles. Samoa Joe. Yeah. Kurt Angle coming back. Yep. Um, I think that it's not Vince McMahon anymore. It's the pull of Triple H and what he's doing at NXT. I think a lot of people are looking at it and going, actually, this looks pretty good. It's a good point. Um, so very interesting to see what unfolds with the uh, firstly with the Jericho Omega match at Wrestle Kingdom and the angle going forward, and obviously anything that comes out of that potential future deal between the likes of Omega and the Young Bucks and and WWE. Um, now speaking of WWE, WWE television this week, uh, we'll get into it a little bit hit and miss. We think in yeah. <laughs> A little bit. Um, so we'll run this down now. So let's get into Monday Night Raw. Where did you think you could go? Because everyone already knows it's 20 to 1. Yes, you better run. You got the world on its knees. You're taking all the time. Right, Monday, Monday Night Raw this week came from Cleveland, Ohio, the, uh, the Mrs. Hometown, and Dolph Ziggler's, incidentally. Um, but. As we've said, it was a little bit of a hit and miss show, wasn't it? Raw last week was great. It has been great for a few weeks. Um, but I just felt this one, there was it was lacking something. 
can't really put my finger on what it was missing. Do you know what it is? It's this time of the year. Yeah, it's kind of like a phone it in kind of year, isn't it? It's Christmas. It's Christmas. Everyone's gonna, on a wind down. <laughs> to be fair, I think you're not going to see much from Raw because I think you're going to see a big one Christmas Day because they're live Christmas Day, aren't they? So something big's going to happen Christmas Day. Well, they've announced John Cena for Christmas Day. Oh, have they? Mm. There you go. And they've announced pretty much everyone that you'd expect, like Braun Strowman, all the Shield, Finn Balor, Samoa, like all the big. So people something big's going to happen, there. and then we got Raw twenty five. Yeah, we do. Uh, I believe that's before Royal Rumble, right? Yes, it is. Uh, yeah, it's certainly been an interesting show. And they've announced... This is what I didn't actually like. They've announced a lot of legends for that show, including The Undertaker, who just would have been a great surprise to, yeah. to appear. Yeah. Now you're just uh, expecting it. Yeah, and I, I guess they're, they're trying to settle the tickets because, as we've seen on Raw this week and last week, clearly struggling to sell them even for Raw now. So, Dude, I know it must be a massive upheaval to bring it over here. But we only get it twice a year. Bring it over three times a year. We'll sell it out over here. Yeah, I mean, there's no doubt that it will sell out in England every single time. Um, I don't just imagine the logistics of that is prohibitive cost-wise. Um, we've already seen the cost-cutting measures throughout the last yeah. year or so, haven't we? Uh, I'd be surprised if they have expanded their presence in, in the UK. Um, we're still waiting on a dedicated UK TV show, aren't we? Yeah. Um, it seems like they've perhaps not wasting but shelved that shelved that idea it's a bit of a waste of the UK talent that they brought up and which they showcased earlier in the year um, and they haven't really done anything with yet um, hopefully they will do in the future uh, so Raw then the show started with Samoa Joe I believe that's right yeah it did yeah uh, um, in, you know we don't we haven't seen Samoa Joe start a Raw in a while if ever actually to be fair I like what he said as well he's like I've seen I've seen the shield up close and I'm not impressed yeah um I quite like, yeah, I quite like this Samoa Joe promo. I thought it was really intense. Um, he basically, well, essentially, just called out Roman. Uh, he wanted Roman out, not Seth and Dean. I um, didn't mind this, but went on way too long. It did go on way too long. It always felt like I didn't understand why they, they did had the backstage bit. Yeah, why did they have the, the Shield standing backstage watching him? And why did it take so long for Roman to be like... And potentially one of my Room 101s going forward. Yeah, <laughs> yeah we'll, we'll talk more about that later. <laughs> yeah. um, why did it take so long, so long for Roman to be like, okay, I'm, I'll go take care of it now. And it was, I like the way he's like, yeah, I've got this, guys. It's <laughs> fine, yeah, it's fine. <laughs> Sounded a bit arrogant, didn't it? Yeah. And then he clearly didn't. <laughs> yeah. He didn't have this. <laughs> he couldn't have been more wrong. <laughs> uh, so Roman... Out. So Roman confronted Joe, um, who, you know, they, they probably got into a fight. Um, no words were exchanged. Um, but Joe had the backup of Seamus and Cesaro. If you watch it again, I don't know if anyone that will go back and watch it. Watch for Roman Reigns like a minute before the bar come out. He is looking over his shoulder at every point to the point where they're coming from. Yeah. And it's like, oh, well, someone's coming from there then. <laughs> I didn't actually notice it, but I'm sure I would if I if I could be bothered to watch it back. <laughs> I watched it today, and um, I was being overcritical, is what Danielle said to me. Overcritical of him. Shout out to Danielle. <laughs> You're always overcritical of Roman Reigns. Yeah, You're but just I a think, Roman hater. I think I would have been critical against anyone that was looking over their shot. Why can't they just appear? What do you mean by magic? <laughs> no, but like. <laughs> He obviously knows that they're going to be there. Why don't not tell him? They're coming out, but I'm not going to tell you where from. Yeah, that's probably a good point. I, don't, I think from a wrestler's point of view, 
when you're obviously trying to not get hurt, um, I think you need to obviously know where you're going to about to get attacked from. Yeah, but if you can see them, like, if you see two people with two figures come from, like, this side, and if they come to your forward-facing side, you're not going to get attacked, are you? I guess also there's a case that they need to make sure that Roman's got his back to the area that they're coming from so that he doesn't just see them coming through the crowd. But don't look six times. <laughs> fair enough. It's a fair point. Uh, they should just know. Yeah. Uh, have your eyes and ears open at all times. Head on a swivel if they kept saying last It's not week. just Roman. If anyone else had done it, I would call them up as well. Fair enough. Fair enough. Um, I'm just so, overcritical of everyone. <laughs> so Samoa Joe had the backup of the uh, the Raw Tag Team Champions, Sheamus and Cesaro. Uh, Seth and Dean promptly came out. Um, they they uh they got their asses kicked. Yeah, they got their asses kicked. The shield didn't look strong this week. No, they got their asses kicked. Um, but, but there were three separate matches for the night, uh, which had already already been made. Um, but I guess this promo, this whole first segment, kind of set us up pretty nicely for for the matches later on. So before we even got going, they said it was going to be Dean versus Joe, Seth versus Sheamus, Roman versus Cesaro, and Kane versus Braun. But if he even before we got started on the promos. Yeah, it was a pretty stacked Raw card. Um, and I get, I've been saying it for a couple of weeks, and so they haven't got a Raw-specific pay-per-view. So I think they're going big on the matches on Raw, uh, even though we've seen Seth a lot of these Jones. matches uh, many times. And Braun versus Kane as well as the main event, which I'll get on to, but was pretty underwhelming. Um, I wasn't expecting the added stipulation for that main event, by the way, of the number one contendership no I wasn't but we've definitely heard things about Finn Balor mm. not being over enough <laughs> to uh, fight Brock Lesnar so is Braun Strowman over enough I think I definitely think so yeah. yeah I reckon Kane is as well <laughs> <laughs> over the hill yeah. yes over the hill do you reckon The Undertaker takes him overexposed out? sorry do you reckon The Undertaker takes him out at Raw 25 just to fuck with him just to, fuck, <laughs> just to go, fuck you, this is my yard. Uh, do you know, I would love to see at, at Raw 25, I'd love to see uh, Roman cutting a promo and The Undertaker to come out during that promo. I mean, the crowd reaction would be oh, but you, you know what's going to happen, though. If that, if Undertaker and Roman Reigns have an interaction that night, it's going to be... A shake res- hands. It's going to be a respect passing kind of thing yeah, I don't want that. It's, it's not going to be Undertaker attacks Reigns it's no gonna it's be not like, going to of course look, it won't be look, that's this... not where I was going with it I wanted to attack Kane oh yeah I know that wouldn't make sense <laughs> why not I mean sometimes I feel like attacking you Aiden, but uh, I wouldn't do it on Raw 25th anniversary you have no. done it I have evidence that you did it in a hotel room yeah I did choke slam you on a bed didn't I <laughs> yes <laughs> yes you did you choke slam me so hard my Bret Hart wig came off <laughs> I choke slams you out of your wig. Out of you. Chokes him out of the wig, man. You know when Terry Funk gets his shoes choke slammed yeah. off ahead of himself. I think mine was more impressive. It was. I think I, think I might go retweet that no, and then they can say, see we, it on our social post media. That video. Yeah. Post it. Great action. It was. Uh, I sold like a champ. <laughs> well, I mean, I choke slammed you out of your hair. I mean, you, there's not much more you could sell about it. You went bald for me. <laughs> I, I do have hair. <laughs> Anyway, we're off topic. We do that a lot. Um, so, yeah, the matches were made. I thought it was a really stacked Raw card. Um, and I was quite excited to see the uh, Cesaro-Roman match, actually. And it did, certainly didn't really disappoint. Cesaro-Roman, yeah. I didn't know it was going to be for... <laughs> you were going to do that. I didn't know it was going to be for the Intercontinental title match. When, oh, I didn't when realise. It was yeah, when it... 
at the beginning of it Raw. It makes sense. Did it say that at the beginning of Raw? Yeah, it yeah, did. they did. But oh, I must in, have missed that because in, it got a big crowd reaction. As in well. the week, I didn't know that that was was going to be for the title, and my dad pointed out why. Shout out to Rob. Why do they always? Hey, dad. Why do they always say the intercontinental titles? What JoJo always says. It's, it's, I don't know. It's like it's two separate words, and it's just a little annoyance. And then he no was idea. like, he was like, listen, and then she said it again. And I was like, oh yeah, just inter- a, just an aside. Continental. Come on. What is the difference between a world title and an intercontinental title? Yeah, for all the continents on the planet. Don't know. Literally, no idea what the difference is. It's also intercontinental heavyweight championship. That's what it says on the thing. Yeah. So. Is there a light heavyweight in a continental championship? God knows. Just it's just always bugged me about that 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 belt. Why is it called intercontinental, and why have you got one called world, and why are they two separate belts when they both mean the same thing? And also, what on earth were the TV titles? What does what did they mean? The TV titles, I that was a WCW and ECW thing, right? Yeah. Yeah, but like, what what does the TV mean? I literally have no idea. Maybe that you have to defend it every week on TV. Potentially. I'm not. I was a massive WCW fan, so I wouldn't. Maybe we need to go back and have a look at some of these. Yeah, we'll have a look. I mean, there's, I think a lot of the old TV champions went on to to really good big things. I think it was their version of a yeah, continental. It's like the third title down, I think. So you had the US and WCW. It, yeah, it was pretty big, weren't it? It would be like you got the world title, you got your. US kind of titles, I think. And well, then the I would you say keep the looking TVs. at my title up there, you're like, <laughs> the title, yeah. I think the TV titles were the ones below like, below mid-card, I think. Potentially. I don't know. Uh, if anybody knows, give us a shout. Let us know. Um, give us a bit of a, a history lesson on ECW, WCW and the like. Um, yeah, just always bug me about that, <laughs> about that title. A little bit off topic. Um, what other matches were made? Aside from the Shield, Joe Cesaro, Sheamus matches... Well, we um, had Bailey and Mickey James versus Paige and Mandy Rose. So yeah, so this is one of it. Was this the first match on Raw? I think it kicked off. I think it was the first match. Yes, it was. Um, I didn't. I didn't really enjoy this match. If I'm honest, as much as I'm enjoying Paige and the absolution, absolution sort of angle, uh, I didn't enjoy Mandy Rose on the mic this week. I thought she messed up a little bit, and she didn't really finish. What she was saying, it didn't seem to make sense. Yeah, and then it's it really long sort of, pauses. It, it's almost like she she completely messed up, so she just stopped and then started again after a little while. And I also feel like this match should have been Mandy Rose and Sonya Deville as a team. Yeah, I think Paige should have not have. She yeah, should have been, been the outside. Like I get that, maybe like they might do Paige and maybe Sonya next week, um, but it just felt like we haven't seen enough of these two, so now would be a perfect time to have them both in a match. And this is a great. Time to point out the crowd was shit this week, <laughs> and they were whining again. Terrible. And it... so Mandy Rose did fuck up big time on the mic, and you can sort of let her get away with it because this is her third, fourth week. Yeah. And then Sonya Deville tries to start something, and they start whining her again. It's like give her a break. Yeah. But I, I don't actually think Mandy's promo was that bad. I didn't notice any problems with it really. But she just, it didn't make sense. She kept pausing. Like she a said, yeah, she had, she, she had long pauses. But I think she said, "Oh, um, something about Bailey and, and Mickey being weak." And it's just like, "Oh, we've, we're here to take out the weak." And then she's like, "Or is the WWE as you in the WWE universe consider Bailey, Bailey and Mickey, Mickey James?" 
Yeah, and it's do. like that, that doesn't make sense. <laughs> like, she, she made maybe sense, maybe consider so. was the wrong word, and like, she meant to say who you in the she audience does. call Mickey James and she Bailey. Definitely makes more sense than the one on SmackDown. <laughs> I don't even know her name. Sarah Logan. Yeah, did you, she did is you bad. see the, the, the translation? Of that I did see the translation. <laughs> God, that was awful. We tried deciphering it on on, on the, the show. Was it last week or the week before? Yeah, it was, it was last, last week. Episode. But it was. <laughs> we had no joy. Something about granola, Davijanola. Little hippie Davijanola. granola state you call. Huh? <laughs> Have you even, even tasted gay meats? <laughs> Speak English, yeah, Daphne. Oh, that was a strange, strange old moment. Um, but anyway, back to Raw. Uh, so yeah, I didn't enjoy this women's segment. I didn't enjoy the match too much either. I don't, I don't enjoy watching anything with Mickey James in it. Pretty much. No. Um, I think the result was right. It was the right result, um, and the, the way they booked it was fine. Yeah. Um, I don't, just don't really see where we're going with Bailey as a as a competitor. She's completely out of the women's title scene. Can we just have a quick shout out to? Sasha Banks and Alexa Bliss, who this week made history. They first did make history, yeah. Women's, was it the first women's match? First women's first match women in the Middle East, I think In the Middle East, yeah. Incorrect. Oh, sorry. <laughs> it's Fine. The, it's the first women's Title, championship yeah. match in the Middle East. The first women's match in the Middle East actually came in 2010 from TNA. Oh. I think it was a fatal four-way. But let's face it, nobody saw that match. Yeah, nobody went to see that match. But anyway, shout out to Sasha Banks and Alexa Bliss. Still happened. And I think shout then. out to TNA. <laughs> <laughs> Said TNA. no one ever. To test an Albert. Oh, Trish. Trish. <laughs> anyway, back to Raw. Um, so, yeah, I don't, I, I don't know where we're going with Bailey. Um, I kind of like the whole absolution angle. I just think this week it didn't really work for me. That's all. I don't know. I think it worked later on. Them getting their come up. And... It worked later on. We should probably get onto that as well, actually. Um, so, Asuka was due to face Alicia Fox. Alicia Fox. Uh, Alicia didn't make it to the ring. She had a bit of a boo boo on her <laughs> elbow. She had a boo boo, which she didn't seem like she was in much pain, uh, but, <laughs> but she wasn't allowed to compete. Um, but yeah, she had a bit of a boo boo, which Paige enlightened us of. Um, they made their way down to the ring again to confront Asuka. Uh, but this week, actual physical confrontation. But they said they were going to f- do it this week as well, which I liked. If I quite like get that. out of the ring. Yeah, we'll make you move out of our way. Yeah. Um, Paige basically saying that she wants her, her title back and Asuka's in her way. So they're going to move her out of the way unless she moves out of the way for them. She didn't, obviously. So the three attacks. Um, which It's the first time we've seen Asuka on the back foot. Yeah, since she since she came to, to fair, the main roster, she held her own for like a good thirty seconds. She did, um, but she was probably outnumbered. Uh, but then joined in the ring by, uh, by the entire remainder of the women's uh, roster. Do you know what I didn't like? Alexa Bliss was out there, and she got zero acknowledgement from anyone on commentary that she was yeah. even there. Yeah, what the raw women's champion. What I didn't like was oh, the whole women's locker room are here. And Nia Jax is here too. Yeah, she's like she's not part of the locker room. And like you would, back in the day, if someone like Kane or Undertaker, someone big was to come out, they'd be like, oh, like here they can't like big it up. But now it's like, oh, Nia Jax is here. Yeah, like she's the destroyer. Well, of the what division. annoyed me was she picked Paige up yeah. to do a smile <laughs> and drop, and just just put her down, <laughs> nah. put her down, and walked away. Yeah. 
I'm right. And you... Corey, Corey was like, I think Paige just got her first introduction to Nia Jax. What, well, she picked her up put her on her shoulder <laughs> and then put her down. And Paige went, oh, that was, that was all right. I'll come every week if that's... <laughs> I, definitely, I definitely think they hurt Mandy Rose's boob, though. Well, they, you mean you Nia? Mean? Yeah, Nia. I Nia, see, Nia I didn't see that went run her over. As she was walking back up the ramp, they were like, she had her arms around the other two, and then they went back to her shot of her, and she's like this. Oh, my boob! <laughs> <laughs> I think her implants might have popped. Holding her tit. Um, so, yeah, I didn't, I didn't like the fact that Alexa Bliss was uh, blanked by, by everyone, pretty much. and she Because had... you absolutely love Alexa Bliss. Not as much as Aiden. Yeah, she's right. <laughs> Have you called on Alex? Yeah. Are you just playing it down? No, I'm playing it cool. She might hear this. <laughs> she might hear this. Fair enough, fair enough. Um, big talking points from Raw then. Um, what about that many? To be fair. <laughs> let's, go, let's get into the three sort of, well, three of the four main events. Uh, first up, let's say Seth versus Sheamus, which I thought was an all right match. But it's just we've seen it so many times. Oh, you, uh, you guys on my? Yeah, but we got there about eight weeks after you did. <laughs> yeah, are you are you on my train? Do we? Uh... Everyone's got a train these days. <laughs> Godfather started the train. So like, shout out to the oh train. Well, we got the Zoe train. Paige said this week uh, the Absolution train. Yeah. Now you want a train? Everyone's got a bloody train. Are you getting on the Bumby train? I'm staying off the Bumby train. Party always it's on the get train. derailed. It's not going to get derailed at all. Um, yeah, <laughs> this conversation's going great. Seth versus Seamus. I thought it was a nice little twist with the the whole focusing on the knee kind of thing. It was something that. Do you know what I'm a little bit bored of? Match. Well, Seth and D versus Seamus and Cesaro. <laughs> no, no. Seth's finisher. The knee. Does it actually have a name? I think it's called the Kingslayer. Ah, uh, okay. I'm fed up with it. I don't like it. It's not powerful enough. It's a bit underwhelming. It's the same as Kenny Omega's move, but Kenny Omega Omega can get um, a lot more kind of velocity behind it, or ferocity. And a bit more noise. Yeah, and a lot more noise. If it doesn't make a noise, it doesn't really. That kind of move doesn't look that impactful. Like whenever the. If it doesn't make a noise, did it really happen? Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Like the switching music. We we'll get onto that in SmackDown. <laughs> the switching music never seemed as impressive without a loud noise. Yeah, without the slap of the thigh. <gasps> Rather just giving it away. You mean kick to the face? Kick to the face, sorry. The kick to the face. So yeah, like, I kind of like it, but at the same like I feel like because he doesn't always get to use it, not a lot of not everyone knows it's his finisher, so it doesn't get that, always that big of a reaction. Although nothing got that big of a reaction this week on no. the crowd were fucking dreadful. <laughs> That's terrible. Which they just didn't give a shit about anything, which did they? Just instantly makes the show feel shit. It, like but one fan did give a shit because he put on his poster. This is a good one. I don't know what you're going to say. Roman drinks orange juice after he's brushed his teeth. Because <laughs> he's that much of a badass. Has anyone done that? It's no. literally oh, like it's literally I, like death. But I nearly got Matt. Worse than death. I nearly got Matt to try it before you got here because he was saying, "Oh, you could do it easily." I could do it. It's horrible. I've got orange juice. I've got toothpaste. I dare you. Really? <laughs> what live one? We'll record it. And it's put a pretty it on shit, Dad. To be fair, because all you'll do is, oh, this isn't very nice, but then you'll get over it after about two minutes. But it's fucking horrible for those two minutes. I'll do it later. That's fine. <laughs> you best film it. That's fine. We'll put, it, film we'll it. put it on Twitter. That's fine. We can do that. 
Anyway, we keep getting off topic this week, don't we? Well, it's because Raw was it's fucking shit. Raw was a bit rubbish. So, um, yeah, Seth Rollins wins. Seth Rollins beats uh, Sheamus, as expected. Um, did, we do it? did we hear a little bit of news about Sheamus during the week? A little yeah. bit concerning news. Yeah, so um, Sheamus is suffering with a bit, a bit of a potential injury which could cause problems down the line. Seamus is suffering from, or he's dealing with, spinal stenosis, which is the very same injury which ended the careers of both Stone Cold and Edge. And he's currently being evaluated by WWE medical staff, which could have maybe been why they made such a big deal of his sabbatical. sabbatical. Um, saying that they went, he went home to get his head straight. Um, but if you look at Seamus' YouTube channel, he's actually got videos of him... Um, kind of rehabbing and recuperating and part of it is just him lying down he's got his head in some kind of hammock and him just lying down straight for like 20 minutes just Did doing nothing anyone else see a, We're literally a workout video of his and he passed out no I've not seen that um, I don't know where I saw it but he was with Cesaro and they were like this is how you train hard and he's literally just come off of the weights and then he like falls to the ground and then passes out Definitely sounds really concerning for for Sheamus's health, um, which he don't really associate with Sheamus. He's so big and strong and physically he impressive. Been, he's got Has the, he ever been out with an injury? He was out he for was an out injury for, for quite a, a long time. He, he kind of did something to his arm. When he came back, he had the mohawk and the. Oh yes, look, right? he went through a ladder in the Money in the Bank match and tore some stuff in his arm, and that's when he came back with the mohawk. But he also forget. came back with the mohawk because of. Um, Two yeah, um, but you, you forget how long Seamus has been in the game. Really, yeah. he's been there a long, long time. Um, you also kind of don't realise how old he is. I think he's borderline forty now. Yeah, I think Seamus is approaching or even exceeded forty. I know he was. Um, he wasn't as young as uh, maybe he seemed. It makes you think as well. Him and Finn came up together, not in WWE, but they came. And Drew Galloway. Yeah, they were all and Wade Barrett all come up together yeah um, <laughs> all had varying levels of, yeah. of success 39 years old 39 so yeah you're right approaching 40 Cesaro's 36 um, but yeah it's, it's, it's such a shame for Seamus is, if this is a serious concern um, the last thing we want to see is another top talent shelved by WWE because of a, a medical condition potential Hall of Famer one day I think when you look at the stats, he's got he's achieved everything. He's multiple time world champion, Royal Rumble, Rumble winner, winner yeah. Money in the Bank winner, King of the Ring winner. He's had title matches at WrestleManias. Has he had title matches at WrestleMania? Oh, yeah, yeah he beat with Daniel Bryan. Daniel Bryan in thirty seconds. Oh right, yeah, forgot about that one. All right, did he wrestle? Who did, did he wrestle Triple H at WrestleMania once? He did, yeah. Yeah, first WrestleMania, I think. Not, not the not first. The first. <laughs> God, he really is old. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> Um, yeah, he's he's done a lot. He's um, he was in the uh, League of Nations. That was yes. good. That was a particular high point. The lads. The lads. Um, yeah, I think at the end of the day, when you look at his career, he's multiple-time tag champion, uh, US champion. He's done it all, and I wouldn't begrudge him going in, to be honest. Yeah, I mean, um, I know he had, he had that spell. It was either last year or the year before. It must have been last year when he when he became WWE champion. 2015 at the end. The feud with Roman. Uh, oh, after he got arrested. Yeah, he did. That's Survivor Series. What was that, sorry? 
And Vince McMahon got arrested. Don't remember that. Uh, yeah, do you not remember? He got arrested and there was those um, mug shots and they were really funny. Yeah, yeah. there were mug shots. Oh, sorry, I've just sneezed. I can't breathe. <laughs> got arrested for... I don't know what that was, sorry. In Roman or something. I don't remember that. He got arrested, I don't remember. On Raw. For... It was for, it was for hitting Roman, I'm pretty sure. Why would that get you arrested? Can't remember. It just did. It happened. Don't argue. We're very <laughs> off topic here. Um, okay, yeah, I don't remember that one. Um, so, yeah, Seth Sheamus was... It was, a, it was a good match. There's always going to be a good match with Seth and, and Sheamus and that, that sort of rotation that we get every week. Um wonder what we'll have next week. Well, I mean, so we had... Following on from that then, we had... Uh, I think it was actually Roman and Cesaro was next Yeah, up, yep. um, Which then... I thought might be the second to last match but we understand that WWE now do this thing where they put things at the top of each segment top of the hour yeah or top of the hour that are going to sort of attract the most viewers so you can understand why that maybe went next or went after um, I thought this was a really really great match it was a really good match and for me to say a Roman Reigns match was good it's got to have been a good match I but just love the way the Cesaro I worked he had back. like a game plan the whole match and it we'll worked all the way through I think he's better off with someone better in the ring. And we all know Cesaro is an absolute god in the ring. Yeah. It just matches like this make you wonder how somebody like Vince can look at Cesaro and just think, ah, don't get it. I, know, like, right? I don't I don't see how that could possibly happen. For someone who's seen so much in wrestling. I don't think he looks at the wrestling side of it. No, well, he, he said before how he doesn't connect with the matches. crowd or whatever, but he... I think I don't see how he doesn't. I mean, I can I can understand how he might not be considered a him, top, him, the top top guy in the company he because he doesn't heel. have that that presence and that. I think charisma. he deserves a run here. Oh yeah, definitely, he definitely does. Based purely on his in ring ability alone, yeah. more than anything. And as a heel, there's maybe as a face, it's a bit different. But as a heel, he's got so much more confidence to just go out there and be a huge muscly badass. I just think he's not he's not great on the mic. They don't help him, do they? <laughs> Let no. him get rid of his mouthpiece, please. I think I think he's got braces in at the moment, which is why they're covering it. But still, just like even in promos, just take it out. Yeah, I don't, I don't understand. Let him take it out. Um, or give him someone for promos. Like he used to have Paul Heyman with Zeb Coulter. Zeb Coulter as well. Yeah. yeah. Like, give him them. That Paul Heyman thing just didn't. It never didn't happen. It's never. Really I don't know why. Up other than with. Say, say his name in, in vain but CM Punk as well oh yeah um, he's the only really other other Brock Lesnar guy uh, Paul Heyman guy sorry <laughs> who who actually worked for I mean remember Curtis Axel was yep. he a Paul Heyman yeah. guy that didn't work no Cesaro didn't work uh, I can't envisage Paul Heyman with anybody else now other <laughs> than Brock Lesnar to be fair but there's a lot of people he could do a lot of good for yeah uh, I think Cesaro probably now at this stage is one of them yeah have him as at the vicious heel he currently is because he wasn't kind of that vicious before. Yeah. So now could definitely work. I think so. Um, so I like the way that Cesaro had, a, as I was saying, had a had a, like a game plan throughout the whole match to take out Roman's arm. His um, arm bars are fucking vicious. Yeah, and just well, Cesaro looked vicious the whole match. Really, Roman really sold it well, but Cesaro really laid it in there. 
Um, and there's a lot, lots of great counters. I like the, the particular one to uh, to one of the Roman's attempted Superman punches. We just he grabbed hit him, him in the arm. Yeah, yeah, hit him in the arm. And even when he was kicking out of Roman's roll-ups, he was kicking out onto Roman's arm, which I thought was really good. Mm. Just a really nice little touch. Uh, but Roman played his part really well. He sold a lot in this match, probably yeah. more so than we've seen him sell. This is what I mean. This time. is what I'm saying. When he's in there with a a guy that can wrestle. He steps it up. The matches where he's getting his ass kicked, he does. He does perform very well. He sells very well, but when you really when he's properly getting dominated, when it's kind of fifty-fifty, not so much. When he's the aggressor, he's not at his best. Yeah, I, I would agree with that. Which is a shame for someone his size. Yeah. Yeah, you can't always be. There's only certain people he could. Uh, on the back foot too yeah what have Braun Strowman's done with Roman Reigns yet <laughs> I don't think he's ever going to be finished with him I don't think Braun Strowman's done with anyone is he <laughs> done with Jinder no we're done with Jinder Ginger <laughs> we're, just to confirm we're not done with gingers <laughs> yeah. um, any ginger fans out there um, speaking of gingers I oh, know we did Sheamus, didn't we? <laughs> yeah, we've done Sheamus. Uh, his partner, Cesaro, as we were saying, putting a really good shift. Roman putting a great I shift. I know this is a this sort of off, off topic. Do you know that's that not they, like us. Do you know that he has to dye his um, beard and his hair orange? Like it's not that ginger. It's quite brown, isn't it? Yeah, and he has to dye it orange. That's ridiculous. And he's not allowed to tan himself. <laughs> it's part of his contract. And Paige has the exact same in her contract as well. Really? Yeah, what? they're not allowed to tan themselves. Well, that's ridiculous. That's, yeah. I would never accept any employment contract that said I wasn't allowed to tan myself. But it's, I mean, I'm not a tanned individual, but I want the freedom to be able to tan. It's because, I think... How weird would they look now if they came yeah. out with some fake tan? Isn't it? It's a completely an image thing, isn't it? Yeah, but... we're, we're British, so we're all pale, right? Yeah, we're all. Well, Shemis, I'm not. I'm just coming back from Dubai. <laughs> all right, rub it in. <laughs> Americans over that cold yet? <laughs> Americans don't. Yeah, thanks. Irish isn't British. Yeah, they don't really get that. They think either. Irish is English. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. Sorry, I went off topic there, but I thought it was quite an interesting fact. No, yeah, I, didn't I, didn't know that. I didn't know that. Actually, it's very strange. That um, is ridiculous. Terrible, terrible ruling. Um, but the match was good. Uh, Jack I didn't. Gallagher's really pale. Just, just, just <laughs> thinking of other like Finn Balor's pretty pale. Jack Gallagher's very pale. Yeah, it's an English thing, isn't it? Um, Although Drew McIntyre is very tanned. Yeah, Drew, yeah. I feel that must be natural. Barrett, he wasn't particularly pale, was he? No, he, he, right. he was quite pale actually, but not not to their level. I think I it would don't... be strange to see a really tanned British wrestler. Pete Dunn's really tanned. He is pretty tanned. Is he? Yeah. yeah. You would know that. You've got up close and personal. Again, yeah. yeah. The other day, met him again. Um, yeah, I guess Pete Dunn maybe is an exception. Tyler Bate. Tyler Bate, average. Trent maybe the quite tanned. They're allowed to tan. <laughs> maybe yeah, they've already tanned. Yeah, people from the independents. Yeah. Uh, all right, let's get off tanning. <laughs> We've got <laughs> off topic. Um, Someone very tanned is Roman Reigns, who retained his Intercontinental Championship. That was a bit of a crap segue, <laughs> but I'll, get, I'll let you off. We had to get back to it somehow, you know. Um, he retained it, fully expected. I, you know, I didn't. I thought the whole match was great, apart from the end. I thought it was just two. Just one spear, that's yeah, it. Yeah, one spear. 
finished and spoke about. I did like that it before. sort of, sort of came out of nowhere. Yeah, I, I guess so. No, that's I what it's telling. It coming. He lined it up. It took, he lined it up for too long. So yeah. It, it, was it wasn't like it was a really it. impactful. Spear but at least he didn't do that. <laughs> you know that shit bit that you hate. I fucking hate that. Did he actually connect with any Superman punches throughout the whole match? No. Yeah, he hit one on the oh, outside. He? he ran, jumped off the steps and hit him on the oh, outside. Yeah, but they yeah. made it. They made a point of saying it was kind of like a weak one. Their assisted Superman punch where he didn't get all of it. Yeah. Um, but it was a really great match. So I'm really happy that um, Cesaro got a chance to shine in a singles match. Mm-hmm. Um, because we know we know he can do it. Um, so hopefully, you know, there's uh, it has opened up some doors for him. Why couldn't Cesaro come out to his own music? Yeah, and Seamus as well. Well, Seamus did, just but because Cesaro's been at the intro. start. And yeah, just let, you like, let him come out to his own. Seth Rollins and Dean Ambrose did. Yeah, and they've got Ambrose, shield music as well, haven't they? So, you know, a bit weird. Um, so Dean Ambrose, as you say, came out to his own music to face... A little bit of a uh, thing as well. They were wearing shields... Just a little bit of a thing. <laughs> they were uh, wearing shield tops when they were at the top of the show. Yeah. And then when they came out, they were wearing their own individual own. shirts. Like, that's just a lot of effort. Got to sell that merch. It's also quite a weird concept. Imagine if I just walked around the round streets and stuff, just wearing shirts with like my name and stuff on it. Yeah. <laughs> just a bit we weird. will be soon. But you ain't got merch to sell. We will be soon. Will we? Well, we're going to Monday Night Raw with t-shirts. <laughs> Let's work on that. Um, it's definitely happening, guys. <laughs> Uh, so Dean versus Samoa Joe. Um, we didn't. Well, they weren't alone out there. This match was kind of ruined. I feel. Yeah. A little bit, or well, a lot of it. Um, by by Jason Jordan. He's who, tanned. You what? He's tanned. <laughs> He's very very tanned. He's also a cock. <laughs> but that's what they're aiming for now, right? One hundred percent. They're aiming to make Jason Jordan a just... really. <laughs> despicable heel it just still wouldn't surprise me if that's how they're booking him as a face yeah it really it wouldn't, wouldn't yeah, you're right it wouldn't surprise me at all yeah, but it'd be a terrible terrible booking created decision to do that I've read I've read something that he's going to turn on Angle on Christmas Day did you did you on both Christmas see the way Day. that he uh, what got quite a good crowd reaction was when they Thank they had their cover. little yeah little set two backstage yeah um, where he said or oh, should I say Kurt rather than Dad, which I thought the crowd actually reacted to, which was the, the one first thing, thing of the, the yeah, the only thing in the night. Um, so that was you know little seeds were sown, I think potentially. Yeah, they're, they're on about Christmas Day, obviously, because it's family and yeah. So family. I guess imagine Michael take Cole them going, away from It's family. Christmas. You can't do that. It's Christmas. Yeah. Superman punch. Sorry, wrong. wrong. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh my. <laughs> Uh, Rowan Reigns has had enough <laughs> Booker T going Family? <laughs> Are they related? <laughs> about family calls About checks and championships Gonna love it man, man. <laughs> oh, Dear Booker fucking T uh, Anyway Back yeah. to Raw That's a Raw Corey oh. Grace says good god a lot Does he? Yeah Especially around Braun Strowman also says good god Oh yeah Yeah he does I recognise that now um, we'll move it on to Braun Well, yeah, so we should add that Jason Jordan interjected himself into the match. Um, Dean Ambrose promptly got choked out or passed out. Or... Does 
fell asleep. I don't uh, know what you'd call it. Does fell asleep. Does Jason <laughs> Jordan putting his hands on Ambrose and throwing him back in the ring not warrant a disqualification? Yeah, no, I thought that. No, I don't think so. No. He's put his hands no. on him. No. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I quite don't think it does. It's not. That's not a offensive it's... move. It could have been though. For all you know, he was digging his nails into <laughs> Ambrose's back. Well, that's a bit of a dick move. Well, he's a dick, isn't he? That's what we said. No, I don't think that. I don't think that. Think about lumberjack matches. Well, yeah, but that they're not no disqualification, though, right? Yeah, they are. Are lumberjack matches no disqualification? Yeah, they would have to be. I don't see I don't anyone know. use a weapon or anything. I think in terms of outside interference, it can't happen. But in in this context, it's not a lumberjack. Way too far match. into it. I mean, if you if you, you were to witness a, a real match and someone came down to the ring. Uh, if that basically if that match ended in a disqualification because of that you'd be like what the fuck because maybe if Jason Jordan like if Seth Rollins was out there and he helped his teammate back in something you could kind of understand but all the referees are aware Jason Jordan is going to attack one of these guys so like laying someone who's not approved to be out at ringside and laying your hands on a competitor DQ and would that not be yeah it should be a DQ anyway because He's throwing him back in the ring. He could have got counted out. Yeah, so then... then uh, I, think Samoa, I think that's enough just for a remonstration from the referee. Then Samoa Joe can be like, you just cost me the match, you son of a bitch, and then attack him. Well, that's kind of where I thought they were going to go. Um, but they didn't really. Nope. No. But Jason Jordan is apparently desperate for a match with Samoa Joe. I don't know why he's going to get himself choked well, out. Well, we know, we know that. Yeah, uh, he pretty much did at ringside. He did add a little interference and then just started getting choked. Yeah. <laughs> like, how shit are you? Yeah. Uh, well, they're making a big point of this, of, of him sort of putting up a good fight but not winning. And Kurt made a big point of that in their little um, backstage segment. Um, so I think it's kind of where they're going with Jason Jordan. He's gallant. He's a heel. Maybe he's not a real heel because he's trying to. Yeah, holding your own isn't winning, is it? Holding your own is not winning. Uh, Kurt's a winner, and Jason Jordan apparently isn't. So I think that those are going to be the seeds that are sown for a Jason Jordan heel turn. He's going to get frustrated that Kurt keeps saying he's not a winner. Um, Christmas Day. On Christmas Day, he's going to. He's not always going to be. He's not going to give him a world title shot on Christmas Day against Brock Lesnar. Then he's going to win the Intercontinental title. Vic. I don't know, maybe. When you turn heel, you usually have a bit of a run. I guess so. So it, you turn his, heel, you need his, some momentum, don't you? His new methods of, you know what, I'm just going to cheat to win. Maybe that helps him win the IC title. Potentially. Maybe he's going to cost Samoa Joe. He's the new Eddie Guerrero, cheat to win. I don't think Jordan's ever going to be the new Eddie Guerrero. Yeah, no, nor do I. I just thought I'd throw it out there. But we're assuming we're heading towards a Roman Samoa Joe feud, right? It's got to be. So where does Jason Jordan fit into this? Is he just going to be that like that one guy who just pesters everyone on you know in the main feuds to try and get in there some way? There's not many people. If you go to turns hill, there's not many people in to fight, is there? Finn Balor. Oh, there's Finn, and there's there's obviously the Shield. Braun Strowman. Um, <laughs> Braun, yeah. Um, no, there isn't really, is there? Not Raw anyway. Any one of the Shield, really. Yeah. He could feud with Dean Ambrose, which might be where they're going this week. Yeah, well, I would, I would assume that's where we're heading for for JJ at the moment. And in in a, few, in a week of matches we've already seen, it was kind of nice to see not only Ambrose and Joe in a match we'd never seen before, which they kept pointing out, but also just a little confrontation between Ambrose and Jordan. Yeah, just lots of things we we don't really see other than the bit that we had seen 
million mm-hmm. times before. Seth and Sheamus. Um, Roman and Cesaro, for interesting. Ambrose yeah. versus Samoa Joe, I thought that was interesting. Um, I mean, we had Mandy Rose for the first time. So, yeah, I thought... And so much, although it was a bit of a weird promo before the match, so much less wacky Dean as part of the Shield. Yeah, although like, I have, a, I have a, quite a big problem with Dean Ambrose's in-ring style at the moment. It's so soft, soft. and lazy and slow. He doesn't run a full pelt at anybody. He doesn't look like his punches are hurting anyone. His run down to the ring is really lazy. Yeah, I just well, like he used to be intense, but it doesn't seem intense anymore. Especially when he's up against like Samoa Joe. Maybe he's lost his smile. He's slowed. He... I would never lose my smile if I was married to Renee Young. Oh, Renee on SmackDown this week. Oh, those leather pants. <laughs> <laughs> We've not gone to SmackDown yet. I know, we'll get but we will. Um, Angel yeah. will get there. Just thinking about it. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> He's, and he's there. He's definitely slowed down a bit as part of the shield. His, his wrestling style is a bit more calculated rather than wacky. Um, but yeah, he's, he's very. None of his offense looks like it hurts. Yeah, that's what I hate about wrestling. Well, I don't hate wrestling. That's just what you to say. But at the <laughs> minute, I feel like everything seems. There's only a few people on the roster, and Samojo is one of them. And even to a certain extent, Roman Reigns is one. And there's people like Brock, obviously. Um, but a lot of other wrestlers, their stuff doesn't feel hard enough. And that, their stuff they doesn't got, feel... They ain't got hard stuff. Their stuff doesn't feel hard <laughs> enough. Um, I would imagine a lot of that could be down to maybe the constraints that's put on them. Hence why you see a lot more kind of strong style wrestling on independence and stuff. Because yeah, they're, they're not wrestling every day, are they? That, yeah, there is independent shows on like... Like, yeah, they're, they're trying harder to get over, aren't they, to attract an yeah, audience? Yeah, they've, they've, they've got, got bit... put on better matches every single week. But I think WWE superstars are kind of got sure, their in that got knowledge their, that they're already there. But also got their hands tied a little bit, I think. Yeah, potentially. I just I've just noticed it with Dean Ambrose progressively over the last year or so. But you you also notice that with people like Nakamura, as soon as he gets a main roster, he's obviously been told to turn it down. Asuka yeah. obviously been told to turn it down. Yeah. It's a shame, really. I don't really, I understand why you don't want to see injuries that often, but just that think. That's <laughs> why you I've got to have to some injuries. <laughs> no. Yeah, no, obviously not. No, I just feel with Dean, he's, he's just got progressively softer and softer and softer. Um, Shout which... out to Renee, which they <laughs> had a weird little segment. Yeah. They did have a little... Like, it just annoys me. Why can't they acknowledge on TV that... They have a couple of times. But Yeah, but, like, they've had a couple of segments together and it's like as if there's nothing between them. I don't, it was a little bit different. It was a little bit more casual and not, not Cause like a little she bit said, less interviewee. She said, like, oh, does this affect your strategy or something? And even if he just said something like, well, you should know better than anyone, like, I don't really have any strategy. Like, just something like that where you go, like, oh, yeah, of course she does because she's his fucking wife. Yeah. Um... Yeah, I don't know. Just wish she wasn't his wife. <laughs> anyway, that's enough of Renee. I mean, we can never, never get enough, enough, enough of Renee. Renee but, um, I don't see it. You are? I don't you... see it. What? <laughs> what? <laughs> that is going to be this week's Tell Me He Didn't Just Say That <laughs> moment of the week. You don't see it? No. I really don't. Do you have eyes? Yeah. She's attractive, but just... What do you make of Charlie Caruso? Mm. 
The only thing I don't I like about... I agree with Matt on that one. The only thing I don't like about Charlie Caruso is how her voice always, regardless of what's going on, always just sound like she's reporting on some news. Yeah, she'll, she'll be like... A yeah. news reader. She'll, she'll be there like, yeah, I will... <laughs> That would be the worst news reading ever. Yeah. <laughs> just, uh... I can just imagine her ordering some food at a restaurant, <laughs> but delivering it in a newsreader, journalisty kind of way. I'm here tonight in your restaurant and I will have... <laughs> yeah. yeah, The mac and cheese, please. Please welcome my dinner here tonight. <laughs> yeah. The eight-ounce steak. Yeah, I guess that's what you mean about Charlie Caruso. I don't see what you mean, Matt, about she's Renee. She's, she's a female god. Alright, well that's, that's your opinion. I'll have you know the female <laughs> goddess is Alexa Bliss. Alexa versus Renee. Alexa wins. <laughs> yeah, Alexa wins every time. Fair enough. Fair enough. As we say, it's all about opinions. Obviously, that's what wrestling is all about. And we're all about opinions here on the People's Wrestling Podcast, but Matt, your opinion is shit. You're wrong. <laughs> Talking of shit opinions. No, it's not even a shit opinion. <laughs> that it's doesn't work. It's Talking segue. of shit segues. <laughs> that was a shit segue because, in my opinion, the fucking main event was awful. Well, before oh, I don't think that's a shit opinion. You're definitely right in that in that aspect. Well, I guess we maybe should end on the main event, but I want to briefly mention the cruiserweights. Oh, are you sure you don't want to mention Bray versus Broken Matt or Woken Matt? We'll get to that. <laughs> we cruiserweights, won't get to that. which I was kind of surprised that they they even referenced they it, acknowledged yeah. Rich Swan and his. They didn't say what for, but saying his opportunity had been revoked. I thought this is that sort of thing that they would like ban his name from being used on TV for. Yeah, I suppose yeah. He, so he's only suspended due to indefinitely some, some domestic violence alleged. Uh, allegations. Alleged domestic, yeah, but kidnapping. And from, from the stuff that I've read online, it does seem some of it sounds pretty severe. I don't really know. I haven't really read about it. I've heard about it, but I've not really read anything further on what you told me. Um, I've read very vaguely trying to remember off the top of my head but a lot of it is like he's a prick um allegedly public kind of displays of aggression towards his partner i don't know if he's married or not but towards his partner um him kind of i think they were both in in separate cars going home from like a restaurant or something like that and him kind of chasing her down in the car cornering her car getting out and like standing in the middle of the road and shouting at her to get out of the car this kind of stuff um, doesn't sound good. Apparently, he's he's known to have pretty bad anger issues in the past. This doesn't sound like the rich one I see. The happy-go-lucky rich swan, no. Um, quite weird. Could you say he couldn't handle it? No. Clearly, can't handle it. <laughs> so yeah, um... he's handling his wife. That's what he's doing. Yeah, this, which we do not approve of. We don't approve of domestic violence on PWP. Yeah. Only in the ring. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, um, Rich Swan um, gets his opportunity revoked and we get a second chance Fatal 4 way they kept calling it. Yeah, it's interesting um, that they firstly acknowledged it. Um, I liked the match, to be fair. Well, it was a pretty good match. Yeah. Cedric, and, Cedric and Mustafa Ali, two faces on, on the Cruiserweight division, have really good chemistry in the ring together. Yeah, they both, for some reason, getting very aggressive with each other. <laughs> Friendly competition. <laughs> but like Mustafa, just things like Mustafa Ali just slapping him in the face. I, for one, am all for friendlies. 
Oh, fuck <laughs> off. Not this again. Oh, God. Uh, Fucking friendlies. <laughs> yeah. Anyway. Alexander wins, doesn't he? He does win, so he goes on to face Drew Gulak. On commentary. <laughs> but, love... Yeah, shout out to Drew Gulak, actually, on commentary. Oh, yeah. I love the way he was avoiding Michael Cole's questions of, <laughs> yeah. of uh, what happens if you have to face Tony Nice and what happens if uh, you go on to face Enzo? Are you going to lay down for him? And he's just like, yeah, be a... It should be such an honour to be in the ring with Tony Nese and I have done a great job of campaigning for a safer <laughs> cruiserweight division on Twitter Five Live. But yeah, he was really good. And then his segment with uh, Enzo after, which um, was weird, punctuated by Nia again. Which is weird, but Enzo basically saying him like, "Oh, you thought we were friends." <laughs> yeah, yeah. I quite like that bit. I just don't get what the whole Nia thing is. No. We need to just skip. She's past not like that. most girls because she actually likes Enzo. Also, have you noticed how when Nia stands next to Enzo, they're almost the same height? Yeah, she's massive. She's like six foot. Enzo isn't tall. Enzo's tiny. He's that tiny. Maybe it's just because I'm used to seeing him up up against Big Cass. Yeah. He's seven foot tall and you can't teach that. (laughs) (laughs) You literally cannot teach your height. That's true. Although you can bend the truth because he's actually like six foot nine. Is he? Yeah, he said it on a podcast once. Don't you remember... It doesn't go as well. Don't you remember the Undertaker used to be seven foot? Yeah, for a he, long then time. Then he shrunk Six for a while. Yeah. yeah, and then Kane was seven foot as well. Yeah. Great Carly was seven foot four or something. Turns out he's only seven foot. Only seven <laughs> foot. What a fucking midget. What a loser. Great Carly was actually got a shout out on SmackDown this week. Yeah, he did from AJ Styles. So yeah, let's move on from the cruiserweights. Yeah. So the main event, which was, let's face it, a dud. Are we not? Are we not going to go to the Wonk and Matt Hardy? Do you really want to? I no, think it was really. ridiculous. I don't really have a lot to say, other than a lot of laughing. Ah! I did like the fact that they, he knew who Sister Abigail was. They mentioned Sister Abigail, so that's kind of a big, big deal. Yeah. So that's clearly going to happen at some point. What, what did you say? Vessel. I've um, me and myself and Sister Abigail have, have known each other for for centuries. Yeah. Babylon. Babylon. <laughs> Babylon. Uh, yeah, I love this pronunciation of things. It always makes me laugh. I was it's really funny, but it's so weird. I was not only watching. I don't know if I'm supposed to laugh. I was not no, only think... watching this with Dad this week, but Mum also chipped in and watched a bit of it this week. Shout out to Mum. Get well soon. To the bit when they were both just laughing back and forth at each other. I was like, well, I'm skipping this now. <laughs> This, it is one of those things where you're just like, I wish no woman was here watching this. Yeah. Yeah. Right Why couldn't Mum have been watching the Cesaro Roman match? <laughs> Instead, she was upstairs. But did anyone hear Michael Cole at the end of it? Like, going, what the hell? He's like, what? <laughs> and then... Uh, he basically Grace, said what we all thought. Corey Graves was trying to explain it. He was like, how can you explain it? Matt Hardy's is just lost. <laughs> Yeah, and, and he's woken. still in, he's woken. Could they like they've had a week now? Could they not have maybe given him a better background? <laughs> yeah, I know it's really like a creased curtain. And they really took the piss with a broken glass, and the <laughs> that just went on too long, didn't it? Too yeah, many it of those weird. swipes and transitions, and uh, kind of lost the impact of it already. Shout um, out to TNA again. But why is it like? Obviously, they can't for some reason they can't use broken. But he does say the word. He says broken brilliance and stuff like that. He's broke, he bring his broken brilliance to the masses and things like <laughs> the that. The masses. Um, why does it say woken and then the screen breaks? Like that's, that's well, 
Yeah. It's because they literally can't change the, the word the broken, isn't it? I don't yeah. know. I don't know if whether they can now. I think it's all been settled, and I, I'm pretty sure they can. I just want to see what he what he's like in the ring. I wonder what entrance music he's gonna have. And yeah, I wonder it, how long it, it's going to be. How underwhelming would it be if he came out with the Hardy Boys entrance? <laughs> yeah. I wonder how long it's going to be before he actually wrestles. Wrestles in his vessel. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay, we've spent too long on this Bray Matt thing. I don't. Obviously, well, it's heading towards some sort of confrontation. Um, on I'm happy Day. to keep seeing it. I just don't want it to go on as long as it did. Well, on this I'm not happy to keep seeing it. Uh, I'm happy to see. Woken Matt Hardy because he makes me laugh. I don't know, Bray doesn't make me laugh I'm, in any way, shape, or form. Be done with it already. Oh, I'll give it a chance. There's been two promos. You haven't even, there's been no in-ring stuff. It's shit. Outside of a promo, like you need you need to give it more of a chance. It's shit. Yeah, give, give him a chance. Um, I'll give him two matches. <laughs> and... You can't have a go at the fans for what in absolution and then saying you're already done with Broken Matt Hardy after two weeks. I can because I know what's coming. Shit. <laughs> so we we'll see Woken Matt versus Sister Abigail at some point. Exactly. That's what we're going for. And I'm not. Not down with that. Fair enough. Um, I wasn't a fan of the main event. It was a dud. Braun versus Kane. I love the fact that they added the stipulation that the winner goes on to face Brock Lesnar at the War yeah, Rumble. And then they just went and. And they ruined it. Double, di- double counter. What is that? Triple threat. I hope not. I hope not because the whole thing is you have to earn, you have to win the match to earn your shot at Brock Lesnar. And like neither of you win, so both of you get a shot. Like that wouldn't make any sense. Brock gets the night off. Yeah. Um, Again. I just. But the alternative is to give them the match and have Kane in a world title match in 2018 at the Royal Rumble. At the what second biggest pay per view of the year? Third. I'd say third. Fourth. Oh, really fourth? I'd go third. Joint third. I'd go third. I'd go third. Survivor Series bottom. No, I'm yeah. thinking, um, I can't remember any other paper you names. Somerset. <laughs> no, no mercy. No, I was going with no mercy as the, uh, one Great of the balls ones. of fire. Great balls of fire. Oh, that's not a pay-per-view next year. It isn't, you're right. No, you're right. So WrestleMania, SummerSlam. Royal Rumble. Survivor Series Royal Rumble. Although I love the Royal Rumble. I do love the Royal Rumble. I just think because of the WrestleMania implications and how close it is to WrestleMania, I think it's... That's my next event I've got to go to. Yeah, I'd love to go to a Royal Rumble. But is this the least important people? Would you rather go to a Survivor Series or a SummerSlam? I'm just saying, it's maybe not as big. It's not about size. Maybe we can go to 2019 Royal Rumble. Oh, yeah, because the next one is in about a month's time, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> although, I would... is it although it is in Vegas. Oh, is it in Vegas? In, it? The Royal Rumble's in Vegas, I believe. I was that in the Elimination Chamber? I thought it was Philadelphia, though. It, Philadelphia is this year, 2018. Oh, okay. No, I'm thinking... My, I might think the I Elimination think they usually Chamber. announce it during the Royal Rumble show where the next year is. So if it's in somewhere good, like Philadelphia or Chicago would be a great one to go to. I want to go to those kind of shows. Oh, yeah, crowd. hot crowd, fifteen thousand seater kind of arena. Because although going to the Alamo Dome would have been great, still yeah. loses a bit of atmosphere in something that big. Sorry, I'm just checking the elimination chamber location. I'm pretty sure it's Las Vegas. 
This is really good uh, podcasting <laughs> that we're doing right now. Oh, it doesn't tell you. Well, never mind. <laughs> oh, here it is. Here you go. Paradise, Nevada. Paradise. Just just go up. We're on the wiki page. I'll just go up for a second. The bottom line here. Elimination Chamber is known in Germany as no escape to avoid any reminder of the gas chambers used during the Holocaust. <laughs> wow. There's a little fact for you all. Heavy stuff. Yeah, well, it is. It's six miles of chain. Yes, it is. Elim- um, so they, they really called that the Elimination Chamber in the war. I don't think they called it an elimination I think chamber. It's the, the, use it's the of word chamber. chamber. Yeah. So it's called no escape in German, which in German is kein entkommen. Entkommen. Brilliant. Well done, you. Well done, you guys. Well, interesting fact for the week. Shout out to Germany. <laughs> I thought mine was the interesting fact of the week. What was your fact again? Oh, the Seamus Page thing. Yeah. I thought my fact of the uh, first ever women's match in the Middle East being TNA's in 2010 was quite good. Yeah, you shot me down, so fuck you. <laughs> no, um, fuck you, actually. <laughs> Enough of house. this shit. <laughs> so we all went off the air with <laughs> Braun and Kane basically... Beating the shit out of each other. Beating the shit out of each other, yeah. Braun, Braun stood tall. Uh, I believe that was what, yeah Braun stood tall right he put came through a table put, came through a table yeah after the crowd asked him to <laughs> and yeah. although we, we rag on him oh, a quick shout out to Booker T for when both guys went to attack each other with stairs and Booker T just went musical stairs <laughs> <laughs> musical stairs oh dear Booker T anyway I think that that's enough for Raw uh, we'll see what the implications are of that match in the coming weeks I'm sure We'll either head into a triple threat or another rematch between Braun and Kane. Woohoo! Yeah, which will be great. Um, Would anyone really be that adverse to Braun killing Shane, uh, Kane? <laughs> killing him? Yeah. That's a bit harsh. Well, I mean, everyone's tried to kill Braun. It's about time he got his own back. That's how done I am with Raw. <laughs> My notes are down and screwed up and thrown within. Alright, so that's us done with Raw. Um, for the week. For the week, not forever. Uh, not not forever. forever. We'll give it another chance. We'll give it. Well, I don't. Th- I don't know if Matt will. He <laughs> only gives things about two weeks. I'll give it two more weeks. He's given Raw almost twenty-five years, so it's yeah. fine. <laughs> um, Even through the dark days. So speaking of dark days, we're heading into a <laughs> a new segment which we introduced last week, uh, where we identify, criticise, critique, and ultimately add. Oh, little irritations about wrestling. All big. In two. Now, we started this last week. Uh, I thought it went particularly well, Matt. Your little entry of CM Punk chance. The went... first time you've ever agreed with me, so thanks, guys. It's not the first time. Well, You're even disagreeing with him right now. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I do. I play devil's advocate. Um, devil's advocate. No, I'm not going to say it. What were you about to say? I can't say it. Well, yeah, you said it was before. Yeah, but uh, <laughs> just you're not quite down. on the same level yet. Oh, thanks. That's, that's good to know. Um, so, yeah, Room 101. Matt, as I say, your CM Punk chance went straight in our basket uh, last week. <laughs> straight in my basket. Um, what have you got for us this week? Oh, this week. I don't know about you guys, but the way I watch TV is not the way... They watch TV backstage. Yep. <laughs> that points us out all the time. Usually, I sit down, maybe, or I'll face it standing up. Would not have to face a side on to a TV. It's really going to hurt your neck. Yeah, yeah, it does. I'll try. Like sometimes when you're in a pub and it's crowded and you have to have that view, 
it's really annoying. So why, when there's no constraints, do they do it? I don't know, it's the merch. It's the merch. <laughs> get the merch you, on show. You've got to get their face in, because that's where the money is. <laughs> that's what Vince says. Well, that's, that's yeah. my uh, contender so, this week. It's certainly an annoying thing. I've noticed it for about so 29 good. of my 29 years yeah. on this earth. Actually, almost 30 years. I'm almost 30. How weird is that? In March. Don't feel 30. They don't do anymore. When uh, they used to be in the middle of a match, and you'd see them, and they would come and they'd do a little segment at the side saying about it, about the match. Or have the rest of the talking to the commentators. Yeah. Well, back in the day, like, they used to have them backstage and they yeah. interviewed them during a match yeah. about someone who obviously is a rival of theirs in a match yeah, or something. Yeah, I used to like that. Yeah? You like that? I used to like that, yeah. Mm. Not too keen. Nah. Oh, well, thanks for not agreeing with me again, guys. <laughs> Cheers. Aiden, what you got for us? So mine is the over-rehearsal... Well, I don't know if that's the right word, but basically just the fact that everyone gets their entrance in and all their music and stuff. Unless you're a cruiserweight. (laughs) (laughs) So, just things like someone's being beat down in the ring and someone's music hits. And I know it might be designed to get more of a pop, but if there's like a surprise thing going on, if there's a surprise return or someone comes out of nowhere, when you think about it logically, this person has to be like going up to the production truck being like, right, I'm about to go out now. I need you to play my music just when I'm in Gorilla, and then run through the arena into Gorilla position, and then wait for the music to hit and go. Like if you want to save your partner so desperately or something. Do you know who's the only person that you used to work with? Stone Cold. Stone Cold because of the glass smash, and everyone used to be like. And the Rock. Oh sh- Fuck the Rock. <laughs> and to an <laughs> to an extent now Braun. Yeah. Purely because of the impact of the music, and I get the music One designed. One thing that on Raw. Was when he ran through. Do you think they're doing that now because Dana Brooke got some fame from looking so scared and running away from stuff? Now that's her new gimmick. <laughs> Maybe I would not be as surprised. Running away from Braun every week. But that was that was so funny, and I forgot, I forgot to mention it. Yeah, but everyone like everyone getting and things like everyone getting their full entrance every time, and all the camera angles and everything is spot on. It just feels like a lot of the urgency out of things has gone. Like we mentioned the other week when Finn Balor came out to challenge Kane. He came out and just did his whole entrance. And then it went to a break. And he came back and turns out, yeah, they were having a match, actually. It just ruins the momentum, doesn't it? Yeah. yeah. You're like, oh, Finn's coming out. And it's like, oh, he's doing his so like, normal entrance. It happened this very week with, we'll get onto it, in SmackDown with Naomi. She comes out and there was literally no reason for her to be playing her music. She could have, like, she was that desperate to come out, she would have just come out. But no, she had to wait for her music to hit, and it just, little annoyance, just try and make it feel a bit more organic. Yeah. Same, like, one more example, Daniel Bryan comes out this week on Smackdown. Well, that was a bit of a fuck up. He walks yeah. out, stands there for ten seconds, and then his so music plays, and he has to do his whole yes entrance. Just, just have him walk out, just, like, there's no need for him. If someone didn't run down to the ring, nobody, but the crowd wouldn't go, oh, who the fucking hell is that? Yeah. If they just played his music, I'd know who it was. Yeah. If Dean Ambrose is getting attacked, Seth Rollins comes down to make the save, 
not being like but I don't I didn't hear the burn it down yeah I didn't hear the burn it down I can't cheer <laughs> no, I can't do it yeah it is annoying and it, build, and it builds up a bit more of like oh god Seth Rollins is here rather than like you're expecting a music you're expecting music to hit what I don't well, I'm going to have to stop you, cut you off there, because we're rambling now. Uh, but my one kind of follows on a little bit from yours in a similar sort of vein. So, I can't, again, we saw it on SmackDown. We'll get on to it. But it's when someone is attacking someone, or someone's in the middle of a promo, or someone's about to say something important, and they're so easily interrupted by someone's music playing. For instance, I'll give you an example. When Kurt Angle was about to be fired by Stephanie all she had to say was you're fired but she couldn't finish her sentence because the Shields music played yep I'll go one step further than that the thing that annoys me is when they wait for the music to hear well, and yeah. they get it wrong and they have to go and <laughs> another thing is or yeah Kurt Angle going and the five men for my Survivor Series team are and then and someone's then music yeah <laughs> It's like you can't, you can, you cannot speak over music apparently, or like you're attacking someone. So you and someone's people... music plays, as you've just said, they run down to the ring, and you have to stop attacking them. The only person that doesn't is Kevin Owens. Oh and yeah, Kevin Owens is great at that. And he will, he will talk over someone. And he'll go, oh no, why are they doing here? Yeah, Kevin Owens, as we say, is great at at, at doing that. And Kevin Owens is great at most things. To be fair, Kevin Owens is little Kevy. Kevin Owens is God in the ring. That's his rap name. Lil Kevin. Lil Kevin. Kevin and Semi. Yeah, it just really, really just grinds my gears. You know, when you're attacking someone, you're so focused on beating them up. And then you've got someone who's running down the aisle. It's a pretty long aisle these days uh, to stop you from attacking them. And you've just stopped to face them. And uh, you don't see her attack coming, even though you've turned around and faced them. You're so, you can't get out of their way. I just think it's, it's really annoying just unrealistic and it's just before we finish one one last um thing kind of related to that is also you want to you want to attack someone so bad you hate them so much that you want to attack them right so we saw it two weeks ago aj styles beats the the Singh brothers the jing brothers and jinder goes to attack him but he aj gets out of the ring in time and then jinder's in the ring going nuts can't get out of the ring trapped by the yeah, confines yeah. of the ring and he can't because AJ's not even run to the back he was sitting there. on the floor yeah. and Jinder couldn't go out and the extra five yards and get him yeah. he was so angry that he couldn't go get him <laughs> and it just like you would just think like these guys, this guy I really hate this guy I beat him up so I have the best opportunity to win my next match against him I so wish these ropes weren't here yeah. right now if these ropes were in I'd get you <laughs> oh I'd get you yeah it's annoying so Right, so we've got three options. We've got the, uh, the music playing, when people make surprise entrances. You've got people being interrupted by music playing and people interrupting them and not continuing what they're doing. Uh, and Matt, remind me, yours was the... How do you watch TV? Standing, standing awkwardly to watch TV backstage. Right. Now it's time for the vote. Now what are you going with? Oh, I think I'm going to go with Aiden. Music playing. Yeah. I think I am tempted to agree. I think I'm I'm in favour of that. Aiden, obviously you're in favour of it because you raised it. Who would you have said though, Aiden? If I can't pick myself. Yes. Um. 
I would have picked alleys. Okay, fair enough. Yeah, so the standing worried. sideways doesn't it doesn't bother me that much. It's a little thing where you just think, why are you doing that? But I don't look at that and go, oh, it's so annoying. <laughs> I do every week. <laughs> okay, so I guess that's two two votes to one to none. Got it, man. Fuck you. Mine went in last week. Has yours gone in yet, Ali? So no, me class. and you have got predictions and Room 101 entries. Yeah. Ali's got neither. You've got fuck all. I about it. I've got the hosting gig. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so Aiden, yours is going into Room 101 this week. Lock it in for us. Right, that nicely brings us on to Smackdown Live. Come on and fight back. No idea where SmackDown came from this week. I'm Cincinnati, not gonna lie. Cincinnati. Dean Ambrose. Dean Ambrose. Um, so I'm gonna say it. SmackDown shit these days, man. Yeah, since WrestleMania, it used to be the bit the better show. I don't think it's ever been the better show. I've always preferred Raw, but yeah, I'm a Raw guy. It's been so much better than it is now. There is one you know saving what's... grace on SmackDown at the moment, and it is the Daniel Bryan, Sami Zayn, Kevin Owens angle. Do you know what it is? Do you know what's ruined SmackDown? Avrene. <laughs> Jinder. Just ruined it. It's just ruined SmackDown. I don't know that he has. He has. I just think there's... You look at Raw and you look at SmackDown and you, you can just see the massive disparity between the roster. I just the stars on each roster. I think we're getting to a point where it's... We kind of come to it again, and I don't think the brand split works. I was going to say, you've always been of the opinion that this has not worked. a brand split advocate, no, are you? No, and I just, I just would rather see different matches every week with top talent. I don't want to see a Brock Lesnar holding the title for six months and defending it twice. I don't think anyone really wants to see that. It just The only person that works well for is Brock Lesnar. Yeah. Um, which is not great for the paying... And um, have, but have two titles. That's fine with me. See, I'm, I'm a little bit... I agree partially. Uh, I don't like the whole two titles thing on, when, one, show. on one show. Because I think it devalues one of the belts yeah. at one time. I'm happy with the, the brand split. I just think it needed to be fairer. Um, yeah. I think Kevin Owens going over and Sami Zayn was good for SmackDown. But it seems to have got worse since. Yeah. Uh, you really somehow. notice when John Cena's not around, just pure star power. And I think The Miz is a big loss. And The Miz, yeah. yeah. He, he worked great on Raw, um, but we forget that he was as big a star on SmackDown as he is on Raw, you know. He was a major, major part of SmackDown. Um, and that taking him out of that... But you think, how many people are there to fight for the title, really? Well, I mean, it's just... Realistically. Yeah, in, all Jinder faced was Shinsuke and, and AJ. Oh, well, Rand, and Randy Orton. Um, Who has AJ got to fight? It's got to be Kevin Owens. Kevin Owens. Right. Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn. Sami Zayn. We've never seen him. Baron Corbin, if he loses the title. Yeah, but then why would he go straight on to. Well, that happens a lot. What, isn't it? What, exactly what AJ did. <laughs> he lost yeah. the US title and went to the WWE. Yeah, but AJ's AJ, isn't he? Well, we've seen, we've seen AJ Kevin for the US title, so I, I wouldn't be against seeing it for the WWE title. Um, do we think maybe I don't, I don't think they'll go back on it but maybe another shuffle up after Wrestlemania 
little rush superstar shake I, I imagine that's going to be a yiddy thing yeah. I think they will do uh, they desperately need to move some stuff off Raw and onto Smackdown they desperately need to call some people out from NXT but yes, you, you see the thing is they people want people to go from Raw to, to Smackdown but like I said last week there's go there's every other week there's big people on Smackdown who just aren't there yeah like, I think this week they managed to get most of them in. Yeah, they had Randy and Shinsuke there. Randy, Kevin Shinsuke, Sammy, Kevin, Sammy, AJ, Jinder, uh, Dolph, um, Bobby, Baron, 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 all the tag teams. But most weeks, like last week, we didn't have AJ or Jinder on the show at all. Yeah, and we even got Rusev. Rusev and A in English. Yeah. And, um, and all the women on the, onto a two-hour show. So it was cramped full of talent. Just wasn't much... I think the best, the, definitely the best thing about it was Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn's yep movement. Because gen- generally, what used to happen with SmackDown back in the day, and also towards this brand split, was SmackDown was the wrestling show, yeah, and Raw was the soap opera. Whereas lately, in the last couple of months, it's been the opposite. Kind of, yeah. SmackDown really has had the drama storylines, and Raw's had the great matches. Well, two hours of, of SmackDown TV this week, um, there was no less than I think five different promo segments which was a lot and also four, four. commentary segments yeah commentary. four commentaries as well yes, commentaries um which you know some worked some didn't new day for instance worked really well <laughs> yeah I mean, you know what you get with a new day the new day is just naturally really bloody funny um, i don't get the i don't understand the pancake thing <laughs> what's the pancake thing i don't get it it's uh, just one of those... I did love them telling Corey off though each time he tried to grab a pancake. <laughs> it's just one of those things where somebody's seen it, seen them do it once and then gone, yeah, that's funny, let's do it to death. That'll be Vince. Yeah. No, it can't be Vince because he's never watched his watch <laughs> He watches The New Day. The New Day. Shane. he loves The New Day. Someone else didn't watch SmackDown is Shane. He doesn't watch SmackDown this week. Where was Shane? You'd think with his pay-per-view coming up, he'd want to be there on the show. To... Who cares where no, Shane is? No explanation for why he's not here, but also he, he obviously wasn't watching the show because he's on the phone to Daniel Bryan, who's on TV at the time. Yeah. And <laughs> Smackdown Kevin, Live, don't Kevin, and, Kevin and Sammy walk in, and you'd think that maybe Shane would say something to him. Like, what are those guys doing there? Yeah, but no, he obviously wasn't watching. I did so. like how they didn't interrupt him on the phone. They were like, yeah. shh, <laughs> just going to place this. Just going to put this in. <laughs> really loving Sami Zayn. <laughs> yeah, I was, I was saying this earlier. He's so annoyed. Like him at ringside later on in the, in the night. Did you see him so waving annoying. at Daniel Bryan? Yeah. For about a minute straight. <laughs> Hi. So yeah, maybe we should actually get on talking about SmackDown. Yeah, we should get on talking about SmackDown. So SmackDown kicked off with, um, well, very very beginning was a backstage clip from earlier in the night of Kevin and Sami canvassing the backstage area. Occupy Smackdown. Um which they tried to do a little bit later on. Um in terms of well. in ring action, uh what did we kick off with? Charlotte was versus Charlotte? Ruby Riot. Ruby Riot. Ruby Riot got the jobber entrance. Yeah, she did. So did Charlotte, she was well, Charlotte did as well, yes. Charlotte yeah. was mid split as yeah. we uh, as the camera came back to Nothing wrong with mid split. <laughs> uh, so Charlotte Ruby Riot. Um, this match ended abruptly when Natalia, who was on commentary, one of many people on commentary that night, uh, interrupted. Discus clotheslined Charlotte. What are you going to say? Aiden? I was just going to say that this wasn't actually the first segment of the night. Was it not? What was the first? Well, the first AJ Styles. Was AJ Styles. Ah, it was AJ. Yeah. But we'll finish the women's stuff first. Well, yeah. So Natalia interfered. DQ. 
and Italia um, and Charlotte obviously go head to head at Clash of Champions in a Lumberjill, Lumberjack, whatever they're calling it, match. So... Yeah, so they beat, they beat the Riot Squad, beat down Charlotte, and then Naomi comes out to, to help. her music. To her music. Yeah. What a drop kick, though. Double yeah, double drop, drop kick, kick yeah. was really good. I think uh, it probably hurt her. Um, I didn't like So we said when they first came out, they copied and pasted exactly what they did on Raw the night before. And they did the same thing this week. Again. <laughs> so on Raw, Absolution get their comeuppance by get beaten up by the whole of the Raw women's roster. And this week... The Riot Squad get their comeuppance by getting beaten up by the whole of the SmackDown women's roster. Yeah, well, there wasn't really a beat down this week, was it? It was well, kind it, of just it a was, confrontation. But... Yeah, well, there was a, a union of yeah. of the rest of the women. Yeah. And it was just like... don't like Lana's new ring gear, by the way. No. No? No. no Not a fan that she'll be backing the ring. They um, mean the numbers. This yeah. week made me think that... Um, because the the pop that Naomi got was a pretty big yeah it was pop. a good pop and it made me think of I wonder how depending how long she's going to be out how exciting um, how exciting Becky Lynch's return is going to be for the live crowd yeah Becky Lynch should get a real good pop because she's um, always one of the most popular anyway so having her off screen for a good few months will get her get her some love yeah I bloody love Becky Lynch I like Becky Lynch but she dies of hair on she she, does she definitely well. does she's out she's quite tanned actually Becky Lynch yeah yeah she is she's been in Florida for a long time though guess so uh, uh, <laughs> boyfriend's birthday yesterday just, no. how do you know this Instagram <laughs> random facts yeah um, right so yeah we'll get on to AJ Jinder because it was the first, as you say rightfully it was the first um, Jinder not AJ Jinder no uh, it was the first segment of the show. Uh, I didn't Back like your shirt, Jindians. <laughs> yeah, um, but that that implies that I am one of his Jindians. <laughs> yes, you are. Anyway, um, a little off topic. I didn't like this segment. No, I didn't hated like the it. Singh brothers in this segment. Hated it. I didn't particularly like AJ in this segment. No, nope, hated the whole thing. I thought it was too improvised and it didn't really work very well. I didn't quite understand part. What the fuck were the Singh brothers doing? Where he was like. Talking and then the other one was like, yeah, it was one, not of them, that bad. one of them it would was say that one bad. thing and then the other one would contradict him. Yeah, right? you know what I didn't like? Yeah, come and come give me a hug. Yeah, that's a bit weird. Just hug it out. Yeah, no. <laughs> did he call himself Old Uncle Al? Yeah. It, it, some, of it, some of it did make me laugh. So he hugs both of them and the first one goes back that. in and he's like, no, it's enough. That's enough. And then I think it was that bad that it made me laugh. Yeah. And there was another bit where um, he shake, they shake, go to shake hands. And there's one guy in the crowd's like, hug it out. And he's like, yeah. no, we're not hugging. <laughs> no, we're not hugging. <laughs> I mean, it was all right. It was, it's just very un-AJ-like. Um, and the Singh brothers weren't particularly great in it. <laughs> AJ did make me laugh in this bit, though. Wait, he's just like, wait, wait, his feet smell like, like chicken bits? Wait, he made you stay in motels? What? <laughs> <laughs> just him, him obviously being condescending. Yeah. I just didn't, I didn't like the, the execution. I didn't like the idea. Obviously, we're not going to fall for that. Um, I liked, I did like the fact that. Baby though, faces are stupid generally, though, so it's the kind of thing they would fall for. But I did like the fact that AJ brought up the whole, well, if you're not with Jinder anymore, why were you with him in, in India yeah. the other day? Um, because this, when I was, when they came out and were like, oh, we're not with Jinder anymore, I was like, well. You literally were. So, so <laughs> yeah, you were on social media. Um, did we actually see any of that, by the way? The Jinder Triple H match? In I India? did. Triple H won. Yeah, well, I kind of expected that. Yeah. Basically, Triple H put him over big time. Did we watch? Did anyone of you watch the match on the mic? Did or you or in the well, ring? In the ring. And I've seen the, the ending. 
I've only seen it filmed from a fan camera. Uh, it was a pretty long match, to be fair. Uh, it wasn't particularly great. Um, but shock. Triple H really put Jinder over hard. Um, but ultimately... Catch him in front of the Jindy. Is well, anyone going to do that for Bala? As much as we're done with Jinder, uh, as much as I haven't really... I kind of thought, well... I know WWE make a big thing about him being an Indian and Indians love him, but I didn't really believe it, but he's but yeah. over in India. <laughs> I, saw, um, I saw a couple of bits where he arrived and got on the airplane and they were... He's like the Beatles him. in India. <laughs> yeah, it's God knows why. Uh, he's fucking Canadian. Um, anyway. I Triple didn't H know put, until put, you told me a few weeks ago. Really? Really? Yeah. I thought it was well known. Uh, but put, uh, Triple H put Jinder over big time. Well. He beat him. Um, but then on the mic, basically it's said how India, you're in good hands with Jinder. Yeah, basically making out like Jinder's the future and stuff, which I really bloody I hope he hope is. But saying how he gets unfairly criticised and people can criticise him for no reason. Um, Didn't he do a shit dance in the room? <laughs> well, this is what I was going to get to. He said there's only one thing left to do. It was like dance, boys. He got the Singh brothers to dance and do Bollywood dancing. And he had Triple H doing it with him. Seems to do that a lot now, dance yeah. with people. Uh, probably pedigree, pedigree yeah. <laughs> yeah. which he also did to New Day danced yeah. and then pedigree yes and then uh, Jinder quickly escapes while the Zim brothers got pedigreed yeah um, it was interesting it was weird a weird uh, sort of it's quite surreal seeing Jinder get cheered so much because we're just used to him being booed out of every building he's in because he's that terrible but Jinder sucks um, yeah, it was just a bit weird. It was quite good, to be fair. Uh, but I'd, I really hope they're not going as Jinder as the future of the company because, I'll be honest, I'm done with Jinder. Would you rather, Matt, would you rather Jinder or Roman Reigns as the face of the company moving forward? Oh, so that's quite easy. I would rather, have, <laughs> I'd rather have Roman Reigns. Definitely, 100%. If you were to say, if you were to say other people, then, then I'd get a little bit like, I don't know. The Rock? Exactly. If you yeah. brought that dick into it, the Rock versus Roman. Oh, such a bomb. You do know we are going to go to WrestleMania, and that's going to be our main event, don't you? <laughs> nah. Uh, I I want to go to the WrestleMania where the Rock gets inducted into the Hall of Fame. <laughs> oh no! <laughs> Can you imagine? You'd have a nervous breakdown. In I'm like, no! <laughs> He's doing a speech and Matt gets kicked out for trying to die. Rocky died. <laughs> Rocky sucks. <laughs> oh dear. You'd, get, got... you'd get it doesn't matter what you think to buy the rock. Oh, how great would that, that be? That would be awesome. Imagine what that would do for that our followers. Was, that's a childhood dream, that is, surely. Yeah, it would be. Like, the 10-year-old the you, or however old you the were. The 10-year-old me wouldn't have known the rock, because <laughs> he wouldn't have known he was going to be a wrestler. However old you were, you were born, era. 85? Oh, okay, so 95 would have been 10. The yeah, kind so of, it would have been Diesel. Just a year before he debuted. 14, 15-year-old you getting told. It's not so you, think, rock, you would come in your pants. <laughs> or we might see it in a few years' time. Or piss your pants. would be terrifying when you're 15 years old. Yeah. I was, I was quite hard when I was 15, to be fair. Let's get back All to right, SmackDown. <laughs> I mean... <Yeah. laughs> Let's get back to SmackDown. Um, Do we have to? Yeah, I guess so. Speaking of hard, <laughs> it was hard to watch. It was hard to watch. No, the Bludgeon Brothers, stiff as fuck. I'm not calling them the Bludgeon Brothers anymore. It's just Harper and Rowan. Well, yeah, it's literally just Harper and Rowan. They've got rid of their first names. So yeah, that's what I'm calling them now. But the Bludgeon Brothers destroyed 
Joe Monroe and Colin Delaney, I think. It was. Yeah, and Colin. Was it Carl Delaney? Colin Delaney. Oh, Colin. Um, actually used to work for WWE. He used to wrestle in uh, ECW on Sci-Fi. Oh, okay. <laughs> um, he was yeah around for a little bit. And, and did anybody? You can't really missed it. The scream. The scream, <laughs> the scream heard the around scream the world. Heard around the world. Oh I was god! This <laughs> one way to get yourself over. I was watching this at work to I be was remembered. Fucking pissing myself. <laughs> but do you not think that they're just gonna employ him now as that job? Is James Ellsworth. Whatever his name was. Brilliant. Just why don't more people scream while mid powerbomb? <laughs> I would. Yeah, it is true. Yeah, that's such a girly one as well. It was great. <laughs> it, was so, it was so loud. I thought it was someone in the crowd at first. When I went back and watched it. It was literally him just screaming <laughs> yeah. his head off. I think Corey pissed Aiden, himself laughing week, at that. You've definitely got to put that on the podcast. <laughs> yeah, Corey Gray's pissing himself at ringside as well. Yeah, we didn't uh, Byron Saxon say, you can't laugh at him? And I was like, yeah, yeah I can. And you're laughing at the pain of others. And he's like, yeah, because yeah. it was fucking funny. <laughs> This was a, that was a running theme through the Hovers match, actually. Corey versus Byron. Especially in the Daniel Bryan... The Byron uh, was the awful in the last match. <laughs> it's fucking awful. Byron's a twat. <laughs> oh, he's, a, he's, like, he's really... I don't know if he's maybe been smoking some of the weed. <laughs> some of the marijuanas. But he was really paranoid before. Like He's got conspiracy theories flying everywhere. He's so concerned about Daniel Bryan's loyalties. Oh. He should be more concerned about fucking not being such a dick. <laughs> I hate Byron Saxton. He's got such a stupid name. Byron Byron Saxton. Saxton. Just stop. (laughs) Just stop. Room 101 next week. All I'm saying is Byron Saxton. Or then I could put Booker T in there. I'd listen to Booker T any day of the week over Byron Saxton. He's so much more entertaining. JBL? Wow! (laughs) (laughs) I said all the time. Anyway. Ball game! Um, <laughs> Big match, John. <laughs> so SmackDown was shit. Um, it, well, it kind of got a little bit better. Well, no, there was another shit match. Are we talking the uh, Dolph, versus Dolph versus Baron Corbin? Probably interfered in by Bobby Roode, who was of course on commentary. Didn't, I thought he was a little bit heelish when he was out at ringside. What Bobby Roode? Yeah, like, I don't know. I thought he was playing the playing the sort of impartial babyface. I don't know, why would you come out in, that, in the robe and everything ah, to commentary? He's got to sell a merch, hasn't he? Well, he's not selling that as merch, is he? <laughs> Could you imagine buying that from wweshop.com? I'd buy it. Christmas present sorted. To be fair, look at some of the crap I've bought from the early years. I've got a Jericho list. Yeah. yeah. I've got it's a like 20 New Day quid, horn. You've got a new, where is your New Day horn? I uh, see your horn. It's... In a car, I think. <laughs> As you do. Yeah, I think it's still in there from the event I went to. I don't. I don't buy merch anymore. I see. I do. If it's quirky and. I've never really bought. I, I've got kid, the broad Strowman mask. You bought me a Seth Rollins top a couple of Christmases Rollins ago. Top, yeah. um, but I've got. I used to have some Bret Hart wristbands. I used I to have sunglasses. Some, I had the sunglasses. Um, I had some T-shirts back in the day, which my dad nice kindly bought me. Do you have um, a rock one? I had a rock one. No. I had a Chris. I had a great Chris Jericho one, which I was really distraught that I can't find. It wouldn't fit me anymore. Anyway, um, I tried to buy one on like eBay or like vintage wrestling tees or whatever. It was a Jericho holic one, and it had like the twelve rules of being a Jericho holic or something on the back. Yeah, uh, which was really cool. Um, I can't find it. Can't find it online to buy one anymore. I've got the original. Um... 
Enzo and Cass shirt as well. Have you? Yeah. No, the certified G one. No, the original. Oh. So it had the Enzo and Cass. And didn't we, we used to have a big foam finger? Was that from an event? Was that yeah. Event? I'm pretty sure it was a WWF. It's just a WWF foam finger. Yeah. Generic foam finger. Back when I went to see the Royal Albert Hall. I just remember the, the WrestleMania 10 Revenge Tour. Uh, where we had the likes of Macho Man, Randy Savage versus Crush. I loved Crush. In Crush is dead. Mm. Yeah, me and my sister and my mum and my dad before you even came around. Me and my mum and Fucking Vindaloo. But those were the days. Anyway. Anyway. Back to reality. Oh, oh shit, it is. Uh. <laughs> You're singing into the mic. <laughs> Anyway, so SmackDown, I mean, there was a yeah, there was that that top, that match going into the the pay per view with the triple threat coming up. Pass on that one. Yeah. Um, there was a tag team match, so it was um, Aiden English and Rusev versus the Usos. Because obviously it was Rusev Day. Every day is Rusev Day. Every day is Rusev Day. It was the eighth day of Rusev. It was the eighth week. day of Rusev. Uh, Aiden English treated us to a uh, good rendition. Uh, New Day on commentary I thought were great. They were the only ones who came out of their commentary sort of appearance on the week with any sort of credibility for them. And some pancakes. I don't and know why. Pancakes. Just them come, them dancing in their seats while the Usos made their entrance. Just all, it just made me laugh every yeah. time I New saw it. New Day are just entertain, pure entertainment. And them them doing the crowd participation with the Uso thing. Yeah, just great. Just hearing Xavier Woods like, oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just makes me laugh. Yeah, New Day make me laugh quite frequently, to be fair. Um... And I'm actually genuinely looking forward to the match on Sunday. Hopefully it's a good one. Yeah, it could go one or two ways. It could either be very good. It could be, it could be, it could be yeah, like match of the night or it could be a real cluster because of the amount yeah. of bodies. I think, it, I think it will be... Stupid rules. I think it will be match of the night. Is it elimination? Have we just, have we I think we established it was. Yes, okay. it was. Um, so yeah, we'll see how that one pans out. Um, but other than that, it was just the Kevin and Sammy stuff, really, wasn't it? With, with well, we should and, say that and Rusev and English pick up the win. Well, they did pick up the win. They, they, they well, go into the pay-per-view with all the momentum. Two weeks in a row, so they're definitely so not going to win. They're not going to win. Yeah, no, gonna win. Um, but elsewhere in the tag team division, they also announced that the fashion files are now on WWE.com. Yeah, which is, uh, I think that's a, a, a chilling move. indictment for them. It's a good yeah. smart move, I think, but that means it's that's the end of any sort of push that they would ever get. So we'll... We, if we do see any fashion files on TV, it's just going to be short clips of what was online, like yeah, we saw this week. Saw, I didn't really understand it. Where they were... Well, they're finally going to fight. They said that they're the... going to fight the Bludgeon Brothers. Harper and Rowan. Harper and Rowan. Clash of Champions. Clash of Champions, not Night of Champions. That would be a kick-off show. Um, although, have you seen what is announced? For the oh, we did see as what's we, announced on the As we said the other week, coming to a kick-off show near you. Yeah. Mojo Rawley and Zack Ryder. Yep. Yeah. Who gives a shit? <laughs> Obviously neither of them do because they weren't even on SmackDown this week. No, they weren't. Although they did give them a mention. Um, so that kind of led on to the... Uh, so Raddy Orton came out for no reason uh, to be interviewed by Renee Young with Shinsuke. Um, in her leather pants. In her leather pants. Um, just basically said nothing new. Basically, he doesn't like Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn. They're really not their self-entitled, all this kind of stuff. Have we said that um, Daniel Bryan's going to be the... Well, I was, kind of, I was kind of getting on to yeah. this. Oh, so. well, 
You get onto yeah. it, I'll keep myself quiet did, over here. I did like from this promo because obviously they're doing the whole Yep movement. Yeah, I thought but that I like cool. Nakamura's answer to Renee's question where it was just. Yep. Yep. <laughs> uh, so yeah, as you say, Matt, Daniel Bryan was was guest commentator, as everybody else was on this bloody show, um, to kind of help to explain his decision to add himself as the second special guest referee for the match on Sunday. Which also sounds like a clusterfuck. Well, yeah, I'm quite looking forward to it, to be fair. I was trying to remember times when we've had two referees in I'm not convinced we've had one, but I can't think of it. And the only one that I could recall was, I think it was either a Cyber Sunday or a Taboo Tuesday, where Rey Mysterio... They were always great. Rey Mysterio faced Chris Masters. Oh, Rey Mysterio was on SmackDown. Classic. Chris Masters was on Raw, so they had a Raw and a SmackDown referee. That's the only outside of things like lad money in the bank matches and stuff like that. That's the only time where I can think we've had more than one referee. Yeah, we've had like enforcers. And Must stuff. have been a, a attitude era match. Where in the like attitude era, I mean, we've we in one match you would probably have about six referees. <laughs> yeah, not refereeing at the same time. No, just for each one who took a bump. <laughs> yeah, you'd know. um, have you'd have the main referee. And you'd maybe have Shane, and then you'd have Patterson and Briscoe, <laughs> and then El Hebner would come out of nowhere. Yeah. Do you remember what was Nick? Nick Patrick. Nick Patrick, yeah. WCW ref. referee, wasn't he? That crooked ref, who then just went to SmackDown and became normal. <laughs> just, just normal from <laughs> yeah, then on. Normal. Do you remember Teddy Long was a ref? That was weird. Yeah. yeah. Um, imagine Mike Kyoto becoming general <laughs> manager. <laughs> That's what. Teddy Long becoming general manager. Do you know what I might like... put in room one hundred and one next week? Teddy Long, Mike Kyoto's like um, elbow wrist, yeah, sweatband thing. <laughs> Don't ruin it. No, he's also the only one to have, I think, the American flag stitched into his referee shirt as a sign of support for the um, military. Army. Hmm. Well, speaking he of which, it... they're doing a tribute to the troop show, aren't they? When uh, they've announced a six-man tag, Shield versus Joe and Cesaro. And it's James. already been recorded. Was it? Yeah, it was recorded last week. Yeah. Oh, it's on, on Thursday. On, on Thursday. Tomorrow. Assuming it's on the network. With a uh, special performance from Machine Gun Kelly. Oh, on the Machine USA Gun Network. Kelly. Not on the WWE Network. No. Oh, it I'll will to, be, I think. We'll have to be. find it through alternative means. Oh, I think it will be on there. Yeah. I think but... it... Do they still do that from Afghanistan or Iraq? Or no, whatever? it's just in... No, yeah. they got banned from doing that, didn't well, they? Well, they, 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 they went to a, 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 a military an army base. base, but... In America. Oh. Fort David, isn't it? Fort David. No idea. I, think. I don't know. I think that is that rings a bell. That's the biggest one, I think. Anyway, um so SmackDown, so Danny Bryan was out, he was alright on commentary, Byron was all over the fucking place. Um questioning Daniel Bryan's decision about his loyalties, being as you say, really paranoid. Maybe he had been smoking some of the weeds. <laughs> the um weeds. the ganja. It had a doobie. <laughs> Uh, but he, was, yeah, he, was just, he did his best book maybe he did because he had a lot of pancakes yes <laughs> <laughs> he was eating a lot of pancakes he did his best book of tea impression and just made no, virtually no sense and flip flopped about everything um, really going after Daniel Bryan he was really going after him nobody attacks Daniel Bryan like that you son of a bitch <laughs> <laughs> uh, but Shall the match itself was made uh, earlier in the week I believe it was um Kevin Owens versus Shinsuke Nakamura. Shinsuke, was... as the uh, announcer was. Oh, yeah, yeah. Brady was at the uh, ringside, as was Sammy. So we had all so the main... Sammy was brilliant. Sammy was brilliant at ringside. We had all the main protagonists other than Shane 
Uh, we just didn't bother Jordan went, this week. Just didn't want to come to work. I mean, I feel like that most days, but I still bloody go. Yeah, he should to. not be paid. Yeah, exactly. Or at least he should be made to use an annual leave day. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Finch should be... I'm guessing he's not a live event. <laughs> yes, exactly. I think Shane works once every couple of weeks. He's not on. Not on. Um, but yeah, the match, the match was all right. Kevin Owens versus Shinsuke is a match I would have huge expectations for. And obviously, in a different setting on a paper, major pay-per-view, one-on-one, without all the shenanigans... I think it would get the time it deserves, and they put on a really good show. Yeah, this I'm was sure. kind of a bit bitty. The action wasn't was wasn't really focused on in the ring, was it? It was on the commentary table. Yeah, and kind of t- the commentary t- kind of took away from the match. It right? was just there was too much going on. It was bickering, because, I hate bickering at the commentary desk. Because we had not only did we have um, Byron Saxton going in on Daniel Bryan, but we also had Corey going in on Byron. going in on Byron. <laughs> And even Daniel Bryan going in on that. I can't remember a single thing Tom Phillips said in this match. No, I don't think he said anything. Was he there? (laughs) But Um, yeah, anyway, Daniel Bryan ended up being the referee. Well, he did. Yeah, referee took a rare ref bump. Yeah, that's why I said to Matt when we were watching the end of it earlier that you don't get a lot of referee bumps these days. Pretty good bump as well. Like, in the the kind of attitude area, you would get one in almost every title match. Well, like, main title match. Yeah. Uh, but it was a good bump. I can't remember who the ref was, uh, but it was pretty good. Right. Uh, they don't, we're not allowed to name them anymore, aren't we? So. They're not allowed personalities. Yeah. yeah. Um, apart from no, Tom Cody, no merch for you. Yeah, he got his own promo about the ring, didn't he? Yeah. Um, yeah, I just thought the match was taken away from slightly by the commentary. Uh, kind of to be expected. It is a big, big angle at the moment. Is Daniel Bryan turning heel? That's the question. No. Daniel Bryan will never turn heel. I don't think he is. I think they're teasing it because the obvious thing to do would uh, make him turn heel. He won't intentionally help Sammy. And... Oh, yeah, I think he might accidentally do it. Yeah. Like I said last week, he's going to accidentally hit Shane with the running knee. Well, we're going I don't to see think he that. will. We'll, don't think he will. We'll see your predictions in a minute. I think he'll he'll be the one to make the pinfall for Sammy and Kevin to win. Yeah. Uh, I don't know how that comes about, but he'll be the one to do it. Shane will be inca- incapacitated in some way. And that will lead to an argument between them two. And I don't know where they go from that. But hopefully it's not it's Shane match. versus Daniel Bryan. Telling you it's a match. Well, I don't want that. So they can Shane's probably that shelve that idea now because I don't want to see it. Shane's that big-headed he thinks that should be the match that Daniel Bryan comes back to. Well, it shouldn't, should it, really? Well, I know this, <laughs> but I'm just telling you what I well, Can know. you please tell Shane... Yeah, Shane. Well, I'll leave that in, but I'm sure he won't get it. Shane, they never get back to us, do they? These bloody wrestlers. You know they're saying that Shane's plan is to screw Kevin and Sammy. It's heelish, he, right? How is he planning on doing this? If he's going to physically attack one of them, then Danny Bryan can just disqualify Randy Orton and Nakamura, and they could keep their jobs. Yeah. So he's got to really think how. Got to think outside the box. Shane should attack Randy Orton. And what's going to happen? Right. So just thinking, how is this? two referees going to work is it like can Shane do a count and... if Danny Bryan isn't yeah, yeah. so because if they're counting at the same time what if Shane just does a fast count and because he gets to free first and we've already seen right, some of things like in the Royal Rumble when they can't decide <laughs> yeah but it doesn't help when Batista and John Cena fuck up accidentally 
I can't believe how perfectly they hit the floor yeah. together, seeing as that wasn't planned. Yeah. Like, and then you, Vince comes every, down and every day, If you didn't know, every day of the week you would assume that was planned. Yeah. yeah. I, I genuinely just, thought it was. The, the, way, the, whole, the way it all played out with the referees, like the ref going with Batista, the SmackDown ref going with John Cena, you'd think, oh, that's obviously planned. But if you watch but, it, they both look at each other and they're like, we fucked fuck we do? Up. What do we do? What do we do? <laughs> Because then when you watch the restart, it's just powerbomb, but he chucks him out. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Not great improviser. They could come up with something a little bit better to restart that. And just... Vince went mad. Vince tearing oh, the Both just cords. sitting in the corner. He must have been in so much pain. Yeah. yeah tearing that both have... your quads. But he just sat there and was like, restart the fucking match. Right yeah. now. Like, he was just playing it completely. He didn't, well, well, he didn't get on the mic, did he? I wouldn't say playing it cool because he was losing his shit. Yeah. But him not showing any signs of pain. To be fair, that's pretty good improvisation to have the referees come out and then have Vince come out. Yeah, it completely added to it the definitely thing. Added to the drama. It's memorable now. Yeah. Batista just won that Royal Rumble. I wouldn't remember it. Yeah. Much like I remember the Bret Hart Lex Luger uh, Royal Rumble incident. Yeah, I hated that. But that was planned. <laughs> the, the Rock Big Show. The Rock, Rock. Where the Rock clearly hit the ground. Yeah. Um, I generally, I, I'll probably go look at it as an adult now, but I generally can't remember whether that. Bret Hart Let's Luger thing was perfectly executed or not. I don't think they had the camera angle which made no. it definitive, which I think was probably planned. Yeah. From what I remember seeing, I, do, I think it was pretty I close. Bret probably hit first. The best thing I ever saw was the Shawn Michaels. The best thing you've ever saw. <laughs> not, well, you know what I mean. The British Bulldog Shawn Michaels thing. Yeah. yeah that, that was, that was so they, well they executed. They introduced the two foot rule. Well, they've always had it. But, but they've never really made a deal it, out of it. Shawn Michaels was this the smartest guy in the room on that night. This is up there with one of our largest ever segues. Uh, not segues. Diversions. <laughs> yeah, we've gone off on a tangent. Well, it's because SmackDown was so shit. Yeah, we've got to talk about other stuff. Um, but right, we'll finish there on SmackDown because it was a bit shit. Hopefully it'll get better. I mean, but we've got Clash of Champions to look forward to on Sunday. Everyone's looking forward to Jinder getting his title back, right? I'm not looking forward to Clash of Champions. Nah, I'm, I'm literally at the point where I might not watch it. I'm under, well, I'm not going to get that far, but I'm underwhelmed. You've got to watch it. you got to do your research for the podcast. I can read. <laughs> it's, you've got to bloody watch it. I will watch it. got to rate it. the matches, haven't we? You know I'll watch it. We've still agreed a rating <laughs> system, but we've got to rate them. That was a 6.7724 <laughs> um, out of an AD, ABCD. <laughs> so, right, well, let's rattle through these, right? Clash of Champions. Very quickly, we uh, predictions, please. We're going to go for Jinder, AJ first. Just go, yeah. All right, we'll start with Jinder, we'll AJ. see what matches we can remember. Yeah, we can't bloody remember any of them. So uh, I'm going AJ. AJ. AJ for me as well. Matt, you're making a note of these. I'm making a note of mine. You're making a note of all of them, please. Oh, I can't make a note of all of them. I can't spell very well. AJ. All right, Ed, do you want to do it? Because you're, you're quite good at the, uh, yeah, good at the prediction shit. posting on Twitter. Good at shorthand stuff. Oh, I'll write it on my phone. Then. Write it on your mobile. You can have a piece of paper. No, it's fine. I'll do Go it on old my phone. school. Go old school. What is this pen and paper you speak of? <laughs> Bloody millennials. I'm actually not even a millennial. I think I'm technically Generation Selfie X. Is it? <laughs> no, I don't think it's Z. Generation that's Rent. The current one. So I think I'm X. I was like one year out of being a millennial. Anyway, so we've all got AJ. A yeah. AJ all around. AJ all around. So, what match do we want to do next? US title match? Yeah, yeah go go US, go on. Right, so Matt, who are you going with? Glorious. Bobby Roode. Bobby Roode. All right, interesting. 
Bobby Rose, oh, as my I phone don't. just corrected it to. Ali? I'm going Baron Corbin. Yeah, you? I'm thinking I should have gone for that, though. Son of a bitch. I don't think he's held it long enough to, uh, to lose yeah, it yet. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking. He hasn't done anything of note with it. I, too, am going for Baron Corbin, and most likely Dolph Ziggler getting the pin. Eating the pin, not getting the pin. Fine. Um, okay, tag team. How about a tag team match? So, yeah, we've got the Fatal 4-Way. New Day, Usos. I'm not going to go first on this Ch- one. This is a tough one. Chad. Chad <laughs> and Benjigable. <laughs> or Chad, Gable, and Shelton. Benjamin. Benjamin. <laughs> so, yeah. Anyway. Yeah. Matt. No, or, no, no. Or Rusev in English. Not me first. I go first on this one. What a happy Rusev day it could be. I don't think Rusev and Aiden English will win. They've had too much momentum going in. Yep. If I'm honest, I think I'm going to go with the Usos. Um, but I wouldn't be surprised if Gable and Benjamin won. So I'm going to go with the Usos, just to be... Well, you have to go safe. Safe. <laughs> yeah, I do bloody have to go safe. Actually, let me think about these more. <laughs> I need to put about a week's worth of preparation into these predictions now. Right. Like I, I do want to go with the Usos because I, I feel like they're the most likely outcome. But for the sake of difference, so far we've got all, we have the same predictions. I'm going to go with Shelt, Chad, Benja, Gable, Chelton. <laughs> yep. Gable Min. <laughs> do you know what? I'm going to go out. I'm going to go out on a limb. Rusev Day? Yeah, I am. <laughs> It's Golden Rusev, Rusev Day for a English Rusev. I'm going to go Rusev. So have we all gone different on that one? Yep, we've all got different I'm results. Going, I'm going out on a limb on some of these just because it's a pavey you couldn't give a shit about. <laughs> Bit of a throwaway, isn't it? Yeah. Not for me. Not for Life you. Life death. Women's title match. Charlotte oh. versus Natalia. With... Ali's specialty <laughs> here. With the uh, women's division at ringside in a lumberjill match. I'm going for a DQ. Who wins then? Yeah. <laughs> Hang on, didn't we have this discussion? Aren't Lumberjack matches no DQ? Oh, uh, yeah. Uh, then I'll have to go Charlotte. Interesting. I'm going to go out on a limb on this one. Charlotte. With an added, <laughs> added prediction. Charlotte's going to win and Carmella's going to cash in. Oh! Does he get double points for that? You can get triple if that actually happens. The only reason I say this is because Carmella's been off TV a little you while. You win. Without... If you win automatically if this happens. <laughs> so that's my ace in the hole. Yeah. That'd be a good way to kind of build a bit of interest around a show that doesn't have a lot of interest. Well, she's she's not had the briefcase with her. Like, uh, she's not made much of a deal about the briefcase. She hasn't really been on TV much. Um, we don't know if she's face or heel now. I just think it's a good way to make her... A top heel again. Will she have get, a beat Charlotte? Will she get it? Because the writers got to right, beat Charlotte. Got to a beat down. Charlotte. Yeah, I think Charlotte will get a beat down, and Carmella will will steal the title. And then it comes out that Carmella and um, the right squad, Liv Morgan, uh, <laughs> actually actual identical twins. Yep, siblings. Yeah. No, I don't think that bit's going to happen. Right. I've got Charlotte to win definitely. And Carmella to cash in. So, so they keep teasing, or they keep suggesting that Natalia's getting on everyone's good side and she's actually friends with the Riot Squad. Um, so that could be a way out, having Natalia win the title. 
by having writer squad kind of interfere on her behalf. I'm just thinking out loud here. But make the prediction. I'm gonna go with Charlotte. Thanks for that. <laughs> We're all around the houses. Well, for Charlotte. Only two options. You went around the houses. Okay, so I was just thinking that, about it. I want to win. As does Charlotte. Moving on from that then, so the... Oh, is this going to be main event? or I don't know. But the, uh, the the dual referee tag team match. Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn versus Randy Orton and Shinsuke Nakamura. And Matt, I'm looking at you. Well, I'm going to go Kevin Owens because if they... And Sami Zayn. And Sami Zayn. Because if they get fired... There is absolutely no way... I'm not Never in a million years I'm not are they getting the fired. I will. I will. Yeah, I will hashtag boycott SmackDown if Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn are not only fired from SmackDown but from the whole of WWE. How about this? Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn lose. They get fired. A few weeks goes by with those Kevin and Sami. Um, they make a comeback, and it turns out Daniel Bryan's the one who brought them back. He's superseded, he he's superseded Shane. He's gone to Vince. Beef between them two going forward. So nah. that means you have to say that Randy Orton and Shinsuke Nakamura are going to win. I said it's just a suggestion. <laughs> Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn are going to win this I would just be so sad. It could be. It would be something they could do for shot. Shock yeah, value. Shock Ob- value. Obviously, they will. If if they do lose, they will bring them back. This this isn't going to be the end of them in WWE. Um, I'm just thinking. I've got another. There's another theory up in up in my little noggin. What was Sami Zayn's character in Ring of Honor? El Generico. Yeah. He'll come back as El Generico with a mask. And so will. El Generico's dead. Is he? Yeah. That's the explanation as to where where he went and why Sami Zayn suddenly appeared on NXT. But as yeah, Daniel Bryan could... told us on SmackDown, it's not like things that happened before WWE don't matter. <laughs> so, he could come back in a mask. They're both good. We've seen this before. Just returned as Generico and Steen. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, we're not Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn, so... Mm-hmm. Um, well, I'm going Kevy and Semi. Kevy and Semi. Uh, I think that's a clean sweep for them three. So you are going for Kevin. I'm going Kevin and Sammy. Alright. I'll have a good Sammy. Tell me he didn't just say that. My <laughs> my two favourite matches of the night. We can save the best two. till last. Yeah. Firstly, Breezango versus the uh, Bludgeon Brothers. Squash match. Yeah, well, we're all going Bludgeon Brothers, right? Apart from Matt, who's not going Bludgeon Brothers, he's going Harper and Rome. Yeah, Harper and Rome win this one. Um, I'm actually going for Breezango. Get absolutely destroyed. And <laughs> Are you fucking mad? <laughs> uh, yeah, we're all gone. Bludger Brothers. Um... Oh. Uh, I reckon that's going to be on the kickoff, right? Yeah, well, I don't know. So there's only there would only be four matches without it. It's going to uh... start with the tag team match, right? The Usos, New Day, etc. Format. Wait. World title, women's title, US title. Tag titles. There's seven matches in total. 
And then, yeah, so there would be five matches if neither of these two matches are on the main show. Yeah, I guess that makes sense. Um, all right. So the last one, the big one, the one we we're all waiting for. Zack Ryder versus Major Ryder. It's Rock. been building for a matter of two weeks. <laughs> and neither of them were on TV this week for the pay-per-view. Matt. Can I say I don't give a fuck about either of them? <laughs> you can. You can say that. You just did. Um, all right, I'll go. Mojo Rawley wins. Oh, yeah, Mojo Rawley. It's just... They like, can't see any other way. Unless he gets disqualified. The beating and the shit out. Yeah. No, Mojo's going to win. Mate. Yeah, Mojo's going to win. See, now. <laughs> You're not going to say Zack Ryder wins this I... I'm going with Zack Ryder. I love... Gets destroyed. I love winning. Winning is my one of my favourite things in the world. But you can't bear, you can't bring yourself to. But I hate Mojo right? Rawley more than I love winning. <laughs> so I just purely because it's Mojo Rawley, I'm going with Zack Ryder wins this match. I know he's not going to, and I know our thousands. Did of you say winning are out is your favourite thing? One of my favourite oh, things on the planet. Okay. But Mojo Rawley losing is better than you winning, right? Yeah, for the greater good. How excited are you going to be if, if, if Zack Ryder does actually win? What a great Rusev day that would be. <laughs> what a way to do the kickoff show. Yeah. It's just... Oh. I take it we won't be live tweeting this one. Um, no. I mean, well, I, I mean, feel free, Matt. But <laughs> I definitely won't be this time. Yeah, I'm not getting up for this one. Uh, we. We. <laughs> we. And I think I'll be... Luke D. I'll be drunk for the rumble. You think you'll be drunk for the rumble? You'll have a trumble. You'll be drunk for the rumble. Yeah, I'm going to have a mate's house. The royal rumble. What a bastard. Yeah, so thanks I'm for not... ditching us. What, do you remember when, when we said we watched a big yeah, four together? When we, oh, when we started when, this. When I said, come around for SummerSlam, and you both went, nah. I had a very busy day. I, was, I can't remember why why we couldn't. I was going to walk Park that Ill? next day. Oh, guys, the offer's, the offer's on the table. <laughs> I can't remember why I couldn't come around, but I couldn't. I think it was because I wasn't. No, it wasn't that. Yeah, who cares about that you? That was a genuine reason. Didn't you uh, have work, work in the morning? You couldn't get work off. Something like that. Yeah. Yeah, that was it. I wasn't allowed the morning off. And then none of you lot stayed. Well, I suppose you... Actually, no, we all did. I was in Scotland. We all ended up staying up for Survivor Series. I woke up, yeah. Yeah, I woke up during... You two woke up. I stayed up for tweeting. the whole thing. And you fell asleep. I fell asleep <laughs> for one match. We woke up. You fell asleep. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, so maybe WrestleMania we'll we'll watch together. <laughs> now, who's we've... where you go? Where are you going for a rumble match? Just rumble match, Steve's house. I see. I see. Uh, how many um, podcasts do you do with Steve? I've done none. Well, cool. Yeah. Well, on that bombshell. What have you invited me to the rumble? Well, it's quite far away. <laughs> it's, I haven't thought about January yet. It's, it's Christmas. A, it's a month away. And I had the invite two weeks ago from Steve. Mm, man. Don't like this Steve guy. Maybe we should be more eager. Yeah. Yeah. No, I don't care anyway. <laughs> we'll... Oh, this isn't going to happen because Frankie very late, but I was going to say we can watch it. Are you yeah. insinuating I am pistol whipped? <laughs> there there is no way... <laughs> Aside from a WrestleMania where, frankly, me come over and I stay up and watch wrestling while she's upstairs in bed. Do you know that didn't happen? Do you know the, re- the only reason the only reason she, that happened was because she was, she was out of the country? Not there, yeah. 
So we had two WrestleManias in a row at mine, didn't we? One yeah. because you lived with me and Frankie was in Asia, and one because she was in Spain. <laughs> oh, was he, oh, okay. Are we oh, doing WrestleMania here then this year? Well, sounds... can you can you kick Frankie out of the country? <laughs> <laughs> she would love to be kicked out of the country. I was going to say company for a second. Um, yeah, we'll see what happens. Or do we have to book you in now, or <laughs> Steve's going to get you? Yeah, Steve. Well, Steve, for the last two years has. Usually at the you pub, even, aren't you? Did, didn't yeah. you even go to a WrestleMania with Steve? You've Talk had enough two WrestleManias, WrestleManias right? Steve. Last two I've been in the pub, yeah. No, no but, but you went to two WrestleManias with Steve. I've only been to one WrestleMania. Have you only been to one? Yeah. I thought you no, went to two. 29. Oh. You've been to 29 <laughs> WrestleMania? No, I went to WrestleMania 29. I thought you went to two. Yeah, so you've had enough WrestleManias with Steve. So I thought, the one in, I thought you went to the one in New York and the one in Florida. Yeah. Oh. You, you've known us longer than you've known Steve. <laughs> You've known Aiden all of his life. No, I have, yeah. Technically, I've known you all of your life. No, you haven't. You weren't around in 88. Well, of what? <laughs> and I think we were. Absentee cousin. I think we were around in 88. I don't know. Needless Just to say, the Bumby, the Bumby Bunker dynasty goes way back. Right, so that kind of brings us to the end. Um, thank you very much for listening. Um I'm going to say we're not going to do one next week. It's Christmas. Matt, you're you're pretty busy around Christmas time. Retail. And your birthday coming up. And my birthday. Um, which I believe is the Wednesday after. It right? is the Wednesday yeah. after. So maybe it's, that's two weeks. Maybe we won't do one. Well, possibly not till the new year now. Not till the new year. Yeah, I think so. Makes sense. Um, it's been a oh, been an interesting 2017 for us. Emotional. Wrestling podcast. Um, we started up. Obviously, thank you for all your support. Um we're having some, some some more interaction in the new year on, yeah. on social media, uh, but you know we're getting there. We're a new. We're hoping some new segments, maybe some new. We'll come up with some new ideas. Let's uh, just say bigger and better things. Bigger to and come. better things in 2018. Uh, Watch this space, and hopefully WWE will follow suit with some bigger and and better things in coming weeks and months. And no more Kane. <laughs> no yeah, more Kane. Okay. Or Jinder. Or gender. Ooh. Uh, imagine Kane versus Jinder. Anyway. Oh. Uh, <laughs> no! Um, so yeah, all that remains to be said is if we don't speak to you between now and then, have a very Merry Christmas. And a Happy New Year. A Happy New Year from all of us here at PWP. Remember, you can follow us all on Twitter at the underscore PWP, on Instagram at the People's Wrestling Podcast. Individually, you can find me on Twitter at AliBunker88. Aiden, where can they find you? Aiden Bunker, Aiden spelled A-I-D-A-N. And Matt, are you going to remember it this time? I might, I might. Is it the Bear and Bumby? It is at the Bear and Bumby. Right. Uh, so, yeah. Be sure to uh, give us a, give us a shout on Twitter, ask us any questions, give us any criticism, anything you like, whatever you want. Uh, we'll be tweeting our predictions out so you can um, laugh at how terrible I do. Um, Please talk to us, we're so lonely. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but it's true. Just say um, hello. Say so, all that remains to be said is, as we say, Merry Christmas, Happy New Year. Thank you for listening. It's been a it's great 2017. Bigger and better things 2018. Uh, we'll see you in the new year. Happy Rusev Day, everybody. Happy Rusev Day.